The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. Your your name is Abra... Abba. No, Steve Miller. Oh, uh, Steve Miller and the Steve Miller Band. I saw them yeah. once. The little Scottish guy who was Super a singer. Trooper no, that's Abba. Okay, there's Abba. Yeah, have you got Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band? You can't find it. God, that was, that's quite, quite difficult to, uh, find. That's I, hard to type into YouTube and find. Is it? No. Yeah. Well, he's been, he's, he's been very funny tonight. I mean, you got him for the rest of your show? I think so, yeah. Oh, Looking good forward for to you. a great, productive oh, member of the team. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh, hang on. Sorry, Stevie, drive safely. I've got to go. Ian Lee is next oh, after the news, mate. The Thank you very much indeed. Um, did he hug you earlier? Yeah, he did. Because I'm, I'm putting in a complaint to HR. You? What's wrong with being hugged? Well, no, the way as he did it. As long as it's consensual. No, it wasn't consensual. I mean, and he, he had did his, it to Stuart as He had well. his trousers down and he oh, had li a little chubby. Stopping. No. <laughs> you see, you have to ask permission first. Yes. And he didn't. Well, that's outrageous. Let's yeah. do him. Yeah. Well, I, I think legally. We should, yeah. No, absolutely. I don't think we should do anything illegally now. But no. yeah, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I like a nice hug. Yeah. Are you going to keep talking? It's, it's nearly my show. Well, let's go. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everybody must be on drugs in this town. Or maybe there's a strange new bug that's been going round. Cause people all smiling and waving as I go by. Everybody loves me and I don't know why. It used to be a kind face was a rare occasion. But now I've got friends coming out both ends just to visit me. But it don't make sense because my confidence has been destroyed. Everybody loves me, but I'm paranoid. Whatever happened to the cold, cruel world I used to understand? When every road was paved with wet cement. That's 
one of your more obscure Dr. Hook songs? The first time I heard that was when uh, our next guest, we're going to have one in a second, Dennis LeCorrier, the, the lead singer, of Doc, the voice of Dr. Hook, uh, was doing, I don't know if you call it a comeback gig, a warm-up gig, I don't know what it was, at the Mean Fiddler, this tiny little club in London, North London, and I took my mum and he came out, and I think he opened with that song. And man alive, it's a great song. I'm thrilled to say, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Dr. Hook, Dennis LeCorrier. It's here, Dennis! <laughs> Hey. How you doing, man? I'm, man, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's been a very, very strange year, you know. It was one of those things, because I was rocking. I was just rocking. I've yep. just been on the road with the band. Dennis, let me stop you. We've got a weird echo on the line. Our phones here are so rubbish. Can we call Dennis back immediately, please? Because the phones, in, you, you wouldn't have thought, 25 million pound studio, and we can't get a phone system that works. And let me tell you something, he did not sound like that when I called no, him. No, I know. This place is so lousy. This is a big exclusive. Dennis, is, is coming back, I don't want to say from the brink of death, I don't want to, yeah, I do, I want to dramatise it a little bit. But Dennis is, um, has, uh, has been very poorly, and we're going to find out exactly what, but I want to speak to him echo-free, for goodness sakes. Or maybe it's just his voice, he's so powerful, maybe it was just, it was like he had his own echo going on there. You just, you just don't know. Dennis, let's try that, I'm really sorry, man, let's try No, that's alright, man, if you couldn't hear me, you know, I would have... <laughs> I would have kept rabbiting on even if I got a dial <laughs> tone, you, you know what I mean? We, we so. got Listen, I have to say, very quickly, we're going to talk about where you've been and why you've been a bit quiet in a second, but I want to address that song, Everybody Loves Me, right? Okay, It's a, it's okay, a great cool. song. It's, I think it's, 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 it's a real hook song in as much as it's catchy as hell, there's kind of like a little country vibe going on, and it is packed full of really, really dry humour. Am I right that that comes from the album Bankrupt? And yeah, you guys yeah. were actually uh, bankrupt. That's a song, that's a song that I, I, I started writing. And Rick in the band, Rick Ellswood, uh, helped me write the middle section about whatever happened to the whole cruel world I used to understand, you know. I mean, there's some great line, Rick, some great writing in there, so I was so glad he got involved. But it's no, you know, that's one of those songs, like you said, even when I played acoustically and played alone, yeah. I used to keep that in. Because, you know, you don't need a lot of music. There's a lot of words. But you guys, this was like your third or fourth album, but you guys were skin, and that's why you called it Bankrupt. You you basically spaffed all your money away. Is that right? Or you've been ripped well, off? Well, man, we didn't blow it on parties. We were, we were an opening act, you know, and opening acts don't play for money. They play just to, for exposure. And so we just, and we... We started getting on the bill with like huge acts like Emerson, Lake and Palmer and, and I mean everybody, you name it, the Eagles and, and you know, and, and they had air jets and stuff and, and taking them around and we had to rent a car. So <laughs> we just went broke literally trying to stay on the road with those big acts, you know. Um, now listen, Dennis. Let's 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 talk about it. Uh, you you've been really quiet. You're normally very vocal, both in life and on Twitter and stuff. Uh, you've been really you've been like properly ill. You've not just had like a cold or something. You've been really ill. Now I'm going to let you say as much as you want to say. I kind of know what's been going on, but, but what do you want to say to the the boys and girls and the fans? Well, I realized that I kind of just faded away there really quickly. Uh, and um, when we started, you know, the band had been going, we've been doing stuff all around the world for three years, and it really felt great that we were going to start this 50th anniversary tour. And everybody's really geared up for it. And, you know, I had started feeling a little rocky around 
Halloween of the year before, you know, October, November, through Christmas, just feeling a little rocky. But everybody has the flu. And everybody talks about, oh, you get the flu, and then two weeks later, it goes away, and then two weeks later, you have it again. So I was just thinking... It was that, because we were gearing up to go on the road and start this 50th anniversary tour, and, you know, nothing was going to get in my way of that. And we went out, and we started in Norway, and we did, like, four shows. Um, and uh, then we were scheduled to have a little break. And I have to tell you, man, I was just, uh, I was just like, you know, freezing when I was in bed and yeah. not eating anything. I mean, I think overall I lost almost two stone. I just... And and it's one of those things where you don't. When I think back on it now, I think, Mike, how did I not see this? But I was just wrapped up in what I was doing, and you know, I'd been ill on the road. I, you know, I've sung a, one, a whole a whole week in a club with strep throat. You know, because you just have to do it, and you heal on the mend. But in this case, I did the four shows. I felt really, really rocky. I mean, I was having a hard time even just pulling my suitcase and. Uh, when I got home, we had about we were supposed to have about two weeks off, and I uh, I said uh, you know I'll get some flu tablets. I must have the flu, uh, you know, because everybody in the band was sick. We were in Norway; it was nine below zero, you know. So I went to my GP. Actually, I didn't even have. I'm going to brag a little bit here. I didn't have a GP because I I don't get sick, I, you know. <laughs> and, and and I went in, uh, and there was a woman and. Uh, she she said uh, she's very nice and she said uh, okay well you know maybe you have the flu and then she gave me some nasal spray and she said but when are you going back on the road and and uh, I I said in, in about two weeks about on uh, Valentine's Day and she said well do yourself a favor and in the next couple of weeks go get take a blood test get a check chest X ray and so we have some basis for you when we yeah. send you back on the road. And, uh, you know, and she even used the, the expression, at your leisure, go get a blood test. <laughs> at your leisure, wow. Yeah, she did. Wow. She did. And, you know, at your, at your leisure, you know, you go get a blood test. But before you leave, just leave us with some traces of you, you know. <laughs> and and uh, so I did. I went and had a blood and I went right away, you know, uh, just to get it over with, yeah. quite honestly. And uh, the next morning, I got a call. And she gave, the GP had given me some tablets for the flu and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, I got two weeks. I'll lay around here, and I'll be yeah, back well. on the road. We'll yeah. keep rocking. Bit of a glitch. And uh, they, the hospital called me, like, the next morning and said, uh, had you ever had kidney disease? Jeez. And I said, no. Maybe I had a kidney infection or something when I was a kid. And uh, they said, well... You have it now. Your kidneys are failing. You need to get in here. And I said, when? And they said, like, now. Wow. So I had to go. And when I went, to, you know, I'll make this part of the story because I've been in the hospital twice for about two weeks at a time because they're monitoring this and monitoring that. And, uh, and, and you know, kidney disease is a weird, it's a weird thing because people walk around and don't know they have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a million point eight people or something have it. And about that many people, again, just feel like crap and don't know why, you know. But uh, <clears throat> so that just began all that. And I had to... Uh, I had to cancel, like, the rest of the year of shows. And you had a and lot of I shows. gutted me, gutted me. You had, a, you had a lot of shows. 
How, what is the machinery behind that? If you cancel a show because you're poorly, is there like an insurance, do you have an insurance policy? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's the old story about you take out insurance and right. a lot of insurance and hope you never have to use it. Yeah. And in this case, yes. So in this case, it covered okay. the first half of the year and everybody was, you know, everybody was fine, which pleased me, you know what I mean? But we, I had to stop because doctors said, you're not going to, because I was going to go to Australia. We were going to do 22 shows in about 30 days. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a grind. Yeah. And they said, we're not going to put you on an airplane when, or have you get the flu over there. You can't do it. And so I pretty much had to cancel all of Australia. I had to cancel the U.K. tour. And uh, because, quite honestly, it was like one step at a time. Yeah. And one of the one of the biggest reasons I was quiet and didn't give everybody updates was because I swear to you, man, every time I had one, a day and a half later, somebody would call me and go, "Oh, that don't look good." Yeah. And or or that looks better. Right. <laughs> you know. And and I didn't know where. I didn't know where to freeze it, you know, to make a statement to everybody, because I didn't want everybody to think, well, the funny thing, I was going to say I didn't want anybody to think I was dying, but from what the renal department tells me now, uh, when, when I went in, uh, I was pretty close to, like, if I would have had anything else wrong with me, the flu, uh, diabetes, or anything, I might have checked out. I mean, I was pretty close to Halo and Harp. And I didn't know that. I mean, I, I didn't really. I mean, I did four shows like that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Oh man! I didn't know that, but I couldn't have done a fifth show. Here's the thing. Here's how I knew you were ill because I, I spoke to you on the phone, and we were only on the phone for five minutes, and I did most of the talking. That's when I thought, <laughs> oh, geez, he's really ill. Because no I knew you haven't had me on in such no. a long time. I couldn't breathe. You couldn't. Because uh, no, I, no, I, no, I, I, when I speak to you on the phone it's it's wonderful it's it's like an hour or 90 minutes of life advice and i just sit there and absorb it and i and when it was me and it, you said i've got to go now i'm feeling a bit tired i thought oh man dennis ain't well this is not a good sign and also you know, the one thing you you did tell me is how upset you know genuinely this isn't showbiz bullshine how upset you were at cancelling the shows a because of the, the fans that wouldn't see the shows but b because of the band or the band member and all the road crew that kind of depend on you to, to feed their families well, and stuff. Commit, they commit. Yeah. They commit time. You know, we were going to do a two-year world tour, and so they were doing the best they could to commit big swatches of time to me and to do that and to the and to Dr. Hook. And, uh, you know, if it just gets cut off the knees, because, man, it was very, very strange. It was very, very strange to, to just be cut off like that. I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that. Somebody saying to me, no, no, man, you need to sit down, you know, and, and because I have to tell you, man, I didn't, I really, when I say I didn't know that, yeah. that I was that bad, poorly, I'm not exaggerating or trying to come off like some superhero. I just didn't know. No. I just thought I felt like crap and I would do a couple more gigs uh, feeling like crap and then I'd start feeling bad yeah. again. Well, of course. That's yeah. what it's been for the last, I don't know, 50 odd years for you. You get a cold, yeah, you do, exactly. you work through it and then you, you start getting better. Exactly. So, and so to just to bring it forward, yeah. so this isn't our whole conversation. So where I, where I am is, uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm, pre I'm pretty stable. Like, there's no, you know, renal doctors, kidney doctors, 
are, are the only doctors in the world that say to you, so how do you feel? And you say, pretty good. And they say, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! They were, you know, because they're watching your potassium and your phosphates and your this and your that, and yeah. and uh, luckily for me, I've never really been uh, an excessive. Like I don't eat a lot of junk food and don't do dairy stuff, but mostly always just for me. You know, yeah. I just didn't do dairy stuff because I'm a singer, and it bungs me up. And stuff like that. And on the road, you try to eat what you can as best you can because, you, you know, that's how you live on the road. You do, you look at your itinerary and you go, okay, I got five nights in a row coming up. I'm not going to eat or sleep much, but then I got two nights off so I can really try to sleep in there and grab a bite, yeah. you know, and you conserve yourself like anything else. And that you pace yourself. But I literally hit a wall. I could not have done another show and for me it's down to it was lucky that when they said go do, at your leisure <laughs> get yourself a blood test and i went right then how are you now because you were like on zero you're you you're, uh, you're still poorly you, we've got shows coming up we're going to plug the hell out of those shows me and kath are going to come we're going to find okay, one we're going to cool, come great, but great. but how how are you now what is what is the deal with the kidneys now well, kidney stuff, it doesn't go away. You can do, you can do dialysis if it gets too bad, you know, and that means they plug you into a machine four days a week, and I'm not there. I'm not there. Uh, but it, it, it's, I'm at, a, I'm at a good place right now. Yeah. I mean, I feel stronger than I have, Lord knows. And, and uh, you know, I did a rehearsal with the band yeah. last week. And it was, it felt great. And, and the band is great. And I, I felt good. And, you know, we don't have a lot of gigs coming up because I can't commit to too many, you know, but there are a couple of them that didn't want, a couple of venues didn't want to postpone when we were canceling oh. stuff. They went, let us just hang on to these gigs and see if it gets better, <laughs> which is flattering, yeah. which is flattering. And I do want to do a couple. Because it's a little closer to the truth for me, man. You know, I was really pleased to go see the band and see everybody. Because it's a big part. It's a big, obviously, doing the singing and the band. and the, It's always been a big part of my existence on yeah. some level. On some, some level. And for it to just be like, you know, and everybody say, well, don't worry about it. We have insurance and everything will be covered. And it was a little bit like coming out of a coma and having somebody say, well, your legs are gone, but we got you some nice wheels. You know what I mean? It was I so knew there was a way forward, but I wasn't quite ready to just, uh, that's been the biggest thing is getting my head around the fact that this has actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to live around it and with it now. I, uh, of sitting around being angry and, 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 you know, all the stuff that you go through, all the stuff that you go through and, oh, why did this have to happen to me? I know why it had to happen to me. <laughs> I, I know who I am. Can I just say, Kath, Dennis is feeling better. I can't get a word in edgeways. The, everything, right, everything. No, 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 I'm not complaining. I'm pleased, okay. Catherine. I'm pleased. It's a, sign. It's a great sign. Okay. <laughs> what, what are these, so we, the concerts you got coming up, what are they? Do you, do you know? Because I'm, I'm just going onto your website to try and find them, but I'm not sure but I can. One of them, one of them is like this resort thing that we had booked right at the end. It was going to be right at the end of the British. UK, you know, the British uh, 50th anniversary tour. Yeah. And it, it's like a little hotel kind of place. And with the, and the people in the hotel, they sell it a weekend 
for people to come. So it's not a big gig. It's really little like an exclusive gig. Oh, is this the you one know? in, is this the one in December? Hungerford? The tour and stuff like that, and it turns out it's the only one that survived. You okay. Know? Is this the, is this the one in December in Hungerford? Yes. I got it. I yes. got it. And um, so, you know, you go and you, you spend, an, it's a nice place, I hear, it looks beautiful, and, and, and then you do whatever you do on the lawn, <laughs> and you walk around, and you have some nice meals, and eventually we come up out, out and disrupt everything, and then everything goes, things goes back to normal, you yeah. know. And then I got something coming up in January in Denmark, I think. And you're well enough, you're well enough to travel, obviously, then. I, I, you know, uh, uh, yeah. You are yeah. today. I, I just, let's see. Out and back things. Out and back things right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was about to do 22 dates in 30 days in Australia. Yeah. And those, that would have been, that would, I, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have done that. Uh, uh, but, um, and, and for me to say I couldn't have done that isn't easy. <laughs> Because I, you know, I've, I've never known myself not to be able to get through that stuff. But it's just the thing that happens, man. It's a thing that happens, and uh, just so everybody, I don't even like talking about it, but I'll, I'll just say what it was. My, it was an enlarged prostate. You know, it, I'm, I'm an older guy, and so you know, when they say to you, "Well, are you peeing strange?" I said, "I'm 69. Of course, I'm peeing strange." You know what I mean? I didn't think that was a sign of impending doom. You know. But it was that. It was an, an, an enlarged prostate, which actually led to a, a thing that did something to my bladder. And, and my bladder backed up, and it sort of crushed my kidneys. That's as medical as I can get. Yeah. And my prostate's fine, and my right. bladder's fine, and my kidneys are screwed, and your kidneys stay screwed. Right. So where I am right now is I am looking for... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going through, there's a lot of tests. I, I started talking to them about a kidney transplant. Because, you know, the one thing I want to know, one thing this really, this incident really robbed me of is I just turned 70. And I was feeling really good when I was 69 and a half. And I can't, you know, and I want to know how I actually feel. Yeah. At 70. Yeah. I don't want to go, oh, I feel pretty good for a guy with kidney disease. I want to know. You know, I want to get back to as square one as I can, mm -hmm. so I know how how I feel. That's why I wanted to do the thing with the band because that makes me feel like me. Because you know, th I can't sit on the sofa and think, "Oh yeah, I feel like doing a show today." I, you know, one of the things there's two things that I never use unless I'm on the road or doing shows, and that's an ego. And adrenaline, <laughs> you know what I mean? And those come into play, because you walk out on stage and the ego is, well, I'm not going to make a fool of myself in front of you, and you do what you can, and adrenaline is just whatever you get back, and it makes you feel. And so, you know, that, yeah, I can do, I can do some shows. I would not go, I would not want to go out on the road now, and, and I, well, they wouldn't let me, you know, yeah. go out on the road and live like that, and see what's for breakfast, you know what I mean? I have to, or if there's breakfast, I, it needs to be a little closer to, to that. But I have to tell you the truth, man. I, I mend quickly, I'm proud to, to tell you. Mm. I really am. I mend quickly, and I only knew that. I didn't know I mended quickly until I fell, fell apart. And I must be, except for the kidney uh, disease, pretty healthy. Because I've never had so many doctors tell me what good shape I'm in, except for that. You know what I mean? 
And so um, that's good to know. It's good to know. Also, Dennis, I need to know now anyway, because I'd like to get back out and do some more of these you've, shows. You've just written your next song, I Didn't Know I Mended Quickly Until I Fell Apart. That's a, yeah. that's a country here <laughs> yeah, is waiting for the, one. This is the thing. I lived in Nashville for too long, and it's just kind of just still drips into your, your shirt cuffs and stuff. It comes out once in a while. Well, so. listen, Catherine, do me a favor. Yeah. Give Dennis one of your kidneys. <laughs> come on, come on, do no, it. No, no, you know, I'll, get, I'll get on a donor list. That's the thing. Yeah. I'll get on a, I don't want to do that to anybody else. I don't want to, I don't want to say to somebody, look, I'm 70 and I'd like to be, I'd like you to be a little less so that I can live another 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> also, you know, Dennis, I can't vouch for what I've done to my internal organs. Yeah, so yeah. Pretty better put off. a lot of cats, man. Cats, cats' kidneys are in a terrible shape anyway. <laughs> she, she's lived a, she looks good, Dennis, but she's lived a life inside. It's a husk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a husk. Yeah, no, there's no sense we doing this, Kat, no. if you're you're not going to keep me alive for you know for more than a half hour. Well, right? I guarantee. <laughs> no, no, our kidney failed too. Who would have thought it? <laughs> We've got you another thirty minutes of life, Dennis. Going off on a complete tangent, is it right that you were the first person to ever introduce Prince on American TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a great bit of rock and roll trivia? Go on, what well, happened? It's true. It's true. Ray and I, Ray and I, uh, it was on uh, Midnight Special. Yeah. And and uh, Ray and I in- introduced him, and then he came out, and, you know, and this very early on he did that thing, I want to be your lover, and he had his little <laughs> camisole on and high heels and, and stuff. And pretty shocking for then, you know. But yeah, we did. And also Leo Sayer, when he first was yeah. the, the, the Harlequin figure. Yeah. And that a lot of a lot of acts were on that show. And we used to we used to host it because we could read. <laughs> <laughs> here's the weird here's the weird thing about Doctor Hook, right? I, I, you know, I'm a huge huge fan, um, and, but Doctor Hook always felt for me like. I don't know what they are. They're a pop band, or they're a country band, or they're rock and roll. You, you kind of, you, you guys, uh, you're very hard to define. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but see, I, it, it was, it was just. First of all, we started off as a bar band. Yeah. And you know what I mean. And what is your repertoire? Is I've said this before, but your repertoire is pretty much a list of songs that'll prevent you from being killed. You know what I mean? <laughs> and some of that is country. And some of that is, you know, somebody will come up and go, hey, you getting on any horn? Play a hula. My wife wants to do the the Hawaii dance, you know. <laughs> and you play it at peril of your own life. And so you learn a lot of things. And when we recorded, um, we had our common thread, especially in the very beginning, was Shel Silverstein's lyrics, yeah. his great songs. And we soon found out that you could do it as a ballad. You could do it up tempo as long as you didn't step on the song. Yeah. And so we used to try to give each song its own little character, you know? I mean, that's why, because shell songs are a lot of lyrics, and if you just plod behind there and you don't really roll in any scenery, then you got, you got a lot of, a, a lot of, and it really requires people to listen. I think hook records used to, you know, even with that thing, everybody loves me. It's not shells. It's me and Rick. But there's a lot of words. But when I was listening to it on the phone before you you had me come on, it tickled me because you can hear the words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what's being said because they were important. <laughs> you know, and the hook was. I think that's why. I think that's probably the thing about hook that uh, that made us a general success with people is that we. 
we sounded like we meant it, no matter what we were doing. But yeah, no, it confused people. We were a singles band, and you know, people that people that love the the Bigfoot with a guitar he doesn't, you know, really. <laughs> I didn't really like him when he put eyeliner on. You know what I mean? Do you and regret? If you last long enough, they get to hate you for something. <laughs> De- Dennis, do you regret? Because like the first three, four. I know there's a divide in fans, right? And the first three, four, five albums of Hook are weird. They're funny. They're filthy. I mean, there's songs from the early albums that we could not play on the radio because yeah, they're yeah, so filthy, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, as, as you, when you started having big hits, like, um, you know, when you're in love with a beautiful woman, which is a great song, right. but that kind of changed the band. I'm guessing that it changed the dynamic within the band. Do you ever, regret is probably the wrong word, but do you ever regret having those huge hits? Nah, you know... You can't really, you can't really look at it that way, you know. I mean, I tried, I tried, because well, Lord knows, Lord knows, from Sylvia's mother to Sexy Eyes, okay? Yeah. Sylvia's mother is a better song. Yeah. Sexy Eyes is a great record. Yeah. Sounds good on the radio. You know what I mean? And uh, and you can't knock it. And and you get to a certain place. I mean, like where I am now. And I look at it, and no, I don't really regret any of it. There's some I didn't. There's some I liked a whole lot less. There was some at the time that I thought, well, you know, just like everybody else was thinking, what? What the hell? What do you mean, Doctor Hook's going disco? <laughs> everybody else, I felt that. Yeah. Okay, but 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 we're in the middle of. We just went bankrupt. What do we need to do? We need to feed our children. Yeah. We need to have a life. We need to keep the band on the road, which costs money. Very few bands, very few bands after they hit bankruptcy, where we did, would have stayed together and just start playing in bars again and, and regrouped. You know what I mean? And came back. A lot of bands at that point would have thought, well, we had a couple of good years on the road. Yeah. What else can we all do individually? But we stayed together. And... Uh, you know, and then, yeah, all the hits, sharing the night together and a little bit more. Right now, man, for me, when I do the 50th tour, I do those shows, or any shows, quite honestly. It's it's just the whole lifespan of stuff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and I have to look at it at, at like that now. I have to look at it and appreciate it for what it is instead of what it felt like piece at a time, you know. Because it does become a hole. It does become a hole. Some of the, I mean, I, I, I've got, you know, the, some of the, the hits that people might have. Sharing the Night Together, right, is a brilliant yeah. song. Um, uh, uh, I Don't Want to Be Alone Tonight. Do you know that one, Kath? I don't want to be alone. I'm singing it to Dennis. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's Shell. That's Shell's song. It's a great song. Is that a Shell great. song? Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, that's yeah. a great pop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Shell, when Shell wrote anything, he had a little guitar, yeah. nylon string guitar, and he plunked it out. He sang a melody, and maybe later he sang the melody differently, but he'd say to me, just sing it however you want it, You're, you know, just don't change a word. He didn't want you to change a word. And so that's what I was saying to you before. Yeah. In the studio is where we gave those songs, okay, well, let's do this that way and this way and we had studio musicians which were really cool and inventive it just wasn't down to the guys in hook after a while because you know we used to we used to spend all our time in the studio making those early albums and then once we got you know popular we had to be out working yeah. and so when we'd come in we had a couple of days to cut a few tracks and stuff and 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 we would be using studio guys 
on all those big hits and stuff, just like everybody else. Just like did. everyone I mean, did. You know, so the Beach Boys did. The Beach Boys didn't play on their yeah, records. I was just going to say, half the people in the Hall of Fame didn't play on yeah. their own records. You know what I mean? Here's the and thing. You find that out, but that's not that's not the. I guess that's not the important part. It, it all it all works itself out. Yeah. Here's another thing, Dennis. Later. Another. Th here's, we're going to let you go in a minute. I, but man alive. You don't I, have to let me go, but you probably want to. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, I, I don't want you dying on the show. That's the thing. I need when you Please. need you need your rest. Uh, it's so Please. good. It's so good hearing you sound so well, man. I've not heard you sound this well for ages, and it's a thrill. The one one thing that you told me you were really peed off about about when you got ill was the fact that you had recorded, and I've got it because you were very kind enough to send it to me. You'd recorded the first Doctor Hook album in years. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's brilliant. Yeah. And I, Willie, I know you're saying Willie that. Dowling, our, our keyboard player, and I uh, did some stuff in his studio in France. It's brilliant. And it, it all, we finished it, we finished it just at the end of uh, us finishing what we recorded. I started to feel a little rocky. And, and, you know, and it's the band, it's, you know, Dr. Hook, what, see, I love this kind of, I love this kind of synergy, man. The band is, you know, I'm saying, okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Hook 2019. Yeah. And that's who's on the Dr. Hook 2019 album. Yeah. It's not a bunch of session guys, it's this group. This group, you know, with an additional female singer, uh, on the record. But we finished that, and, uh, it doesn't, you know, now it was, I loved it. I loved doing it. I didn't know I had another album in me. I didn't know uh, anything. Willie just wanted to do it, and he's a lovely guy, and he's an enthusiastic guy, and he just kind of started pulling things out of me, and I was, you know, I'd, I'd give him a cassette with a song on it that I wanted him to consider we might record, and instead he'd listen to the song after it, and he'd go, what about this one, <laughs> you know, and, and I needed that, I needed that, and, and, and we got a lot of great stuff, and uh, then, you know, we started the tour, and uh, it, it ended, four gigs in, it was the end of that, and, and uh, you know, and so it's, this is the weird part, this is the business part, you know, it's like anything else you record was brilliant, it was lovely, it was, you know... But so what do you what do you do with it? Sense now memory. We have to sell it, you know. Now we have to find somebody, and you know, right now I'm in the enviable position of having to find somebody without a tour yeah. and, and not feeling so great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, you know, I can't go. Hey, let's go, Vim and Vega. Okay, look, if you just don't just don't make me tired, and we can promote this record, you know. <laughs> and it's a shame. It's a it's a shame, and it's and it's just all got me gutted, you know. It's all got me gutted, but I'm having to... I don't need to feel bad and then feel bad about feeling bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what? So, so the, the album is called Sense Memory. Is it... Um, I, 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 you haven't got a label for it? We don't know what's going to happen? Because it is great. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. It is genuine. I listened to it on the way into work ages ago when you sent it to me. And I came in and I said, Cass, I've got the new Doctor Hook album. I'm going to be honest. It's bloody excellent. And it is. It's everyone's a winner. So so what what, what happens with it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, the one thing I think about it is that when I when I listen to it, even now, months later, there's nothing on there that's particularly aged. No. There's nothing on there that you'll be able to go, oh, yeah, you must have cut that in 2018. I recognize the drum sound. Yeah. It's just music. And so everything in my life is on hold right now. But thank goodness I have this, this bit of work that right now, you know, right now... Uh, 
trying to trying to get media and and uh, labels and stuff interested in this when I'm hopping on one yeah. foot. I don't need it. I don't need it. I just need to go out and do these gigs and do the best I can. And I'm excited about those. You know what I mean? I'm trying not to focus on what I what I'm not doing right now because that album will hold. That album will hold, and I think it's uh, if I if I get this back together like i'd like to then uh we're back out doing the 50th because you know it's just celebrating 50 years of of music it's not like well it wasn't in the 50th year so you're out it doesn't count you know it's whenever it starts and if i can do that then maybe this record makes sense to people it's a very makes sense to people very uh so i don't know it's a very bold move to make an entire album of rap Dennis, that was that was brave, but it works. It works. Yeah, listen, you know, thank God you're going to play something. Um, Imagine. Uh, yeah, no, no, you know, I'm I'm happy with it, man. What Good. am I going to say? You should be. You know, brilliant. I can't say too much, and then people don't hear it. They will hear something here. I guess as soon as I hear a dial tone, they'll hear that song. <laughs> uh, listen, is that we, how it goes? this is how it's, we're going to we're going to say goodbye. We're going to play some ads because I've missed th- two ad breaks, and I'm going to get told off. Then we're going to come back and what, what now what song is it we're going to play give us the name of the song it's called when it stops raining beautiful Dennis, so wait a minute now the oh. ad breaks are going to be between us no and no all right screw the ad screw the ad breaks we got screw the ad breaks we're going to play the song then and i'll get the sack yeah otherwise uh, well no i wouldn't want that to, well listen <laughs> if you do there's another song on the album that you'd like we're gonna i like which tell me which <laughs> other one to play the sack there's one on there for you <laughs> oh no there is you're right listen we're gonna play it now the ad breaks can who cares i think we're gonna get the sack anyway the way it's going dennis brother it's honestly it's so nice t- to hear you talking and sounding upbeat and when i spoke to you i don't know a couple of a month ago a couple of months ago there's such a difference in you, and um, I got my fingers crossed, and a lot of people are sending lots of love. I know Kath is yeah, as well, right. and a lot of Thank people you, listening. Man. I appreciate I appreciate this time too, because I kind of wanted to step back into the social thing. Yeah. But like I said to you, if you and I have a conversation, you know, mate to mate, it's a lot better than me sitting here trying to think. Now, what's the first thing I should tweet after a year? Oh, you know. And we, so now it is whatever it is, and people will hear this, and I guess they'll hear your podcast. Whoever hears it later. And I just want to, I, I appreciate the time because I feel like I haven't said an awful lot, but I know why I haven't, Yeah. but I feel like it was probably time to say something. So I hope I haven't bunged up your whole show with uh, medical emergencies. There's not like a blue <laughs> light going on, like an ambulance thing or anything. Before we go, of course, we need to get your opinion on Brexit. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, yeah, don't. You know something? I still, I still don't. Every time these people say that, I think they're going to say breakfast and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, always, I've only started eating breakfast since I got poorly because I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you believe you, you? Someone on your social media posted the first time that we met when I was at LBC. That was 2006. That was 13 years ago. I know. I know you. I saw that picture today. You look like you're 15. You look you about know, 16. And like it's his first job in radio. <laughs> and it looked like that was probably my last. Yeah. It was. It was such a thrill because you know I, I I grew up listening to you because my mum, and it was such a thrill when it, like your name was. Does anyone want Dennis? Is oh, and you're too right. And then, then since then you've been so kind to me, man. You've been so kind to my mum, and and the fact that I listened to you when I was a kid. I don't want to make you sound old, but you are. I listened to you when I was a kid, <laughs> and I now consider you as a friend. And you've been so lovely to my family, Dennis. So you come on here any 
anytime you want and you share anything you want and I'm honoured that I'm going to be one of the, 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 possibly the first person to play a song off the new album. So thank you, man. Yeah, you are, you're absolutely going to. So thank you. Thanks, everybody. I'll, uh, I'll see you on social media now and then. <laughs> I love you, Dennis. Take care, man. Here we go. Conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, 
if you want to follow Dennis on Twitter, it's at Dr. Hook Official, and more often than not, it's him that posts. Sometimes you can get a little bit crabby on there, and it's always fun to see. <laughs> It's always fun to see. So nice to hear him sounding better. And um, think I've really got my fingers crossed. If you, if you get the chance, go and see one of his shows. Because it's, it's like two, two and a half hours, non-stop, hits and like what they call deep cuts. Songs you won't have heard of, but are still brilliant. And he doesn't stop moving for it. And we, I mean, we saw him a couple of years ago, so he would have been 68, I guess. Um, and he just doesn't stop moving he said come on man just you no one's gonna begrudge you if you sit down on a stool for three or four songs no he must have to resell those hush puppies like oh i reckon once a week (laughs) wears them out uh i love him so much and um let's hope that album gets sorted out because it's a a great i've got it i've got it he sent it to me i've got a hooky copy of it and he sent it to me um couple of things we're doing a show tomorrow we've only got two shows in the diary so far for the rest of this year me and Catherine. we're in bath tomorrow at the rondo theater 11 tickets left 11 tickets left so we, so you know 11 tickets left if you want a tickets ianlee.com slash event mm-hmm. okay 11 tickets left and then there's also tickets on there for brighton in november the book the uh, what's it called here it goes now no. Here's, so the, here's thing. the thing. Yeah. So here's the thing. Is it here's the, here's the here's thing. Here's the thing. The late night alternative transcripts is a book of transcripts of the show that um, you, dear listener, um, wrote. Do you just want to zoom that camera out out a little bit, Catherine? Because it's a little bit, okay. it's a little bit close. There's a tiny man was in before me. That's why. So it's a, that's perfect. It's a book of transcripts of the show that you, dear listener, have written. You've you've, you've listened to bits and, and detail, and Kath has tidied it up, and then I've kind of pushed it all together and we put it as a book and i checked it all happened yeah it did <laughs> and we put it on a website called lulu.com where basically it's, it's what we used to call vanity publishing now in the olden days but actually it's really good it means they every time a book is ordered they print the book so you don't have your, your garage full of 500 books every time you don't be able to uh we're selling the book for 12.99 of that, we get £5.99 profit. Lulu takes the rest. We get £5.99. Except we're not taking that money, Catherine and I. We're not taking a penny. That's going to the Samaritans, okay? I was hoping we'd sell 100 copies. It's been up for less than 48 hours. We have sold 179 copies. What? That's £1,052.51. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who's bought one. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Humbled by that. Yeah. And it's going to the right people. Yeah, it's going to the right people. And uh, so thank you, thank you, everyone who wrote for it. Um, and we will, I haven't got my copy with me, otherwise I'd read out the names. I've got, I've got, 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 go and get yours, because we should give them a thank you on air, because they, they did sterling work. Thank you, everyone who's bought it. If you want to buy it, um, lulu.com is the place to go. And if you type in late night alternative, it should come up. It's got kind of a green cover and there's a picture of me and Catherine on the front. Over a thousand pounds. My gosh, I'm, I'm blown away by that. Uh, late night alternative. Type that into lulu.com. It probably will be available on other websites like Amazon and stuff. But if you buy it from there, we get significantly less. The Samaritans get significantly less. I think they get something like two pounds twenty-five, uh, from everyone sold as a Opposed to five ninety nine. So uh, if you're going to buy it, I would really, really ask you to get it from uh, Lulu.com. Should we have a little? Uh, uh, we've we've got. Um, let's, let's, just, let's just go. Let's, let's, let's just do. Let's just do the name. So the people who've contributed. Um, Bob Mortimer wrote the forward. I should say. Dredge also wrote. Um, Dredge wrote the preface. The preface. How is that different from the forward? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dean Ware. 
Spencer Chu Chow uh, has contributed. Um, Amy Allington, she wrote a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and it's you think transcripts of the show. It, it's funny, man. It's so much fun. I've just read the phrase Islamic jihadis. What's that about? Um, this is me saying, so what exactly are you scared of? Are you scared of? Let's try and narrow this down because I've got an idea, but I want to, I don't want to do you a disservice. Are you scared of Islamic jihadis? Okay, right. Uh, there's John Cullen has done, I'll do some of the names now and I'll do some later because there's loads. It's about 270 pages. Oh, balls. Look. There's one that's misprinted that I've missed. Yeah, but that's not a new one. That's Is this the original? Yeah. Oh, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Robbie Dove. Oh, I had a little heart attack there. There probably might still be a couple of mistakes in formatting, because formatting a book is a nightmare. Jasmine Summer. Let me do one more, and then we'll do the rest um, a little bit later in the show, because everyone deserves a thank you. Put in so much work, and Kath put in a load of work as well, so thank you, Catherine. Uh, and Ollie Hand. Thank you. We'll do the rest a little bit later on. 0344-499-1000. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. What, what's happened? I can't hear you, Jerry. You can have to. I've been The police came out because you fell down. I got a leg infection. A leg infection. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You lost your nose. They lost your nose? I got in the water. In the water. I sat on the edge of the hospital bed. So they missed me 64. I'm struggling, Jerry. Hang on a second, because I'm struggling. <laughs> hang on, Jerry. Jerry. I'm struggling to hear this. I'm hearing leg infection. I'm hearing police. I'm hearing lost meds. Do you want me to to kill anybody for you? Yeah, you get it. Two Jerry, don't take this personally. I'm going to ask you to try if you feel a bit better. To try a little bit later tonight. Or maybe give us a call on Monday, simply because this sounds actually quite important. It's very important. It's and right. I can't understand what you're I, saying. I don't know you going to to these battles. How to know victims and same victims. Jerry, yeah. I'm going to ask you to either call in a bit later if you feel a bit better, or give yeah. us a, give us a call on Monday, just because we're we're not getting it. Can I prove all right, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say goodbye, and we'll hopefully we'll speak a bit later, or we'll speak on Monday. All right, and and I'm not cutting you off because no, 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 no. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you no, off. No, no, no. All right, can can you stick it up your bum? Okay. Thank you very much indeed. That's frustrating, man. He's got those. Uh, Jerry's got Parkinson's, and some nights we can hear him better than others, and it breaks my heart having to say. Let's move on. Some, you, you, we've got the time to, to listen, but I was getting almost nothing. Yeah, there. especially when he kind of starts it with about a traumatic day. Yeah, I want to. We need to get it. All we right. need to get it. So thank you uh, for understanding, Jerry. I, I know you do. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Love to Jerry first. Yeah. Sorry to hear that he's had a bad day. Yeah. Um, I've uh, purchased a book from Lulu. Yes, great, great show thing. What? Well, it's the. T- Transcript, sorry. The Great Show thing? What is that? You see, what's he talking about? The, the, the circus movie? Yeah. The Great Show thing? <laughs> the Great Show thing, man. 
The Great Show Thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing, the Great Show Thing, man. <laughs> Although that, that's the sequel. <laughs> Volume two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> started last night, if you call it the first oh, call. Jeez. <laughs> um, well, oh, I'm sorry about last night. I, uh, I was all uh, anxious after all the uh, Brexiteers and the oh, people no. like that. I wasn't referring to your call, I was referring to one of those. Oh, all right. <laughs> Anyway, and also, I've, I've got to go to bed after this call because I'm going to hope to see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Yeah. We'll have a wash and everything. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> I took your advice, Kath. Oh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, and uh, I purchased that ticket for Lana Del Rey. Oh, that's what you need, a little bit of Lana Del Rey. That will, uh, that will oh, do it. <laughs> that will do it, There it? we go. There we go. There, there it is. Dirty boy. Nasty. Uh, go so on, you've got to be nasty boy. I'm mainly looking forward to seeing you guys in the flesh tomorrow. That's very, very exciting for me. Well, let's just say, if you, know, you come and see been, us, uh, if you come and see us, you're going to certainly be a lot closer than you would be at a Lana Del Rey concert. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. Well, Absolutely. Well. And, uh, uh, I, I did I did a bit of karaoke in Turkey. Oh. I did uh, a version of A Pair of Brown Eyes by the Pokes. Oh, I don't know. And that I wondered, do you do any karaoke in your show? Yeah, we do now. What do you want to sing? <laughs> what do you want to sing? We'll load it up. <laughs> what do you want to sing? We'll load it up. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, uh, yes, well, I mean... Well, oh, it's... Oh, can we hear him oh, backtracking now? Oh, okay. no, no, I thought you were... Linkin Park. Who? Linkin Park, jog on, you can yeah. do the Pogues one. I'll do the Pogues one. Alright, Alistair, we will see you tomorrow night in Bath singing the Pogues. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Let's go to a friend of the show, the Big C, Alan. I don't mean Big C is in, I mean Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. I thought you were talking about cancer there, Bob. I wasn't talking about cancer and I wasn't talking about car. I was talking about Caddicks. Um, we've got more than one famous Caddick, you know. I, I didn't know there were any famous Caddicks. Well, you've got former England cricketer Andrew Caddick. Andrew Caddick, yes. Then there's me, internet legend. Um, does that mean you just like look, look, looking at porn a lot? No, no, because I actually phoned my first internet radio code back in 2008. Okay, of course, everybody remembers it, everybody mourns it, everybody keeps checking their WWWs, hoping it's coming back. Well, but, but I don't think it's coming back, because the owners are in prison. Oh, <laughs> saucy! The owners of this station should be. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's satire. It's a little bit of satire. Probably not going to be here in March. So you make hay while the sun shines. Are oh, you leaving in March? I don't know. Just just say it don't look good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just. I don't know if you heard last night's show, Alan. I know you don't really listen, but um, oh, I've had, listened this morning on my paper round. We had two nights off, and the scumbags that phoned in in the second hour yesterday. Big, my God, it was awful. It was like a Tommy Robinson recruitment <laughs> meeting. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I just think if that's what they want, they're coming to the wrong place. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and also, I'm going to order a new book. Oh, you sound really depressed about it, Alan. No, I got quite good. Me and mum and dad have gone to bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's best to order books when your mum and dad go to bed, I find. No, but I'm talking about your book, Here's the Thing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to order myself a copy and order two of the Christmas presents for somebody. Oh, that sounds like a nice plan. Well, here's the thing, is the book. And here's the thing, is that if you go to lulu.com, type in late nice alternative, it should pop up. You can order that. We're going to, now, and now that's out in the open, Alan. Yeah. That means that Catherine and I can work on our next project. Yeah. Which is a seven inch single we're going to be releasing. And the first 100 purchases will get a free platinum. He's put the phone down on me. Don't call him back. He knows what he knows what he was doing. He knows what he was doing. Take that, please. Uh, we're going to be releasing um, a seven-inch single, which we are possibly recording tomorrow night in Bath. Yeah, that's right. Could be recording the single in Bath. Um, and the first one hundred orders of that will get a free platinum, platinum membership. Card, isn't that amazing? Kath's brought in two coffees, and she doesn't know which one is which. Mm. It's the Catherine Boyle story. I reckon that's you. Oh, <laughs> my old man said, "Follow the van and don't touch a fanny on the way." Is not it? The song of your people. I think so. Uh, let's, uh, Jerry, let's try. Jer oh, this bloody phone. Very Jerry, can we hear you now? Can you hear me now? A little bit better, yes, sir. Right, what happened was, I've got a leg infection. Yes. So I went to Amy. Next morning, I woke up to around six... I'm getting muffled. Around six o'clock, man. She didn't have them. They also I'm not taking to hospital. They won't take you to hospital, or they no, did? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying any hospital. He's not saying any hospital. Oh, right. Not right. naming them. Right, okay. So... 
Das war ein Sexpacken. Sex discharge yourself. You Why did you just discharge yourself, man? I said, I wanted to, because that's me, because you can't do more than twenty for your arms. All right, Jerry, listen, we're losing you again, man. We're losing you. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, we can't understand you, man. We had you at the start, and it breaks my heart to say it. We can't understand you. Give us a listen. I know you are. Just just chill out, man. Just try, try, relax, right? Calm down. Get through the weekend. And give us a call on Monday. I know you want to tell us now. Can I say one more thing? There's one thing to say. They fabricated the culture in first. It wasn't Mr. Lister. It's one of the colleagues. That's how bad it was. All right, all right. I'm very sorry. I'm distressed. I know you are. I'm okay, sorry. thank you. Take Have a nice weekend in you, Kath. And you, thanks, Jerry. Okay, boom. Oh. Your bum! Gosh. Speaking up my bum to me, but not, not to my female employee, now, Katarina, Katarina Boylski. Whether or not that is part of a nice weekend for me is none of your damn business. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jerry. I hate, I hate saying that to you and I hope you get it. Um, you're really clear at the start and I, and I can tell you're really stressed and distressed and, um, uh, oh, I've just, I've just dropped my guts. I do apologise. I feel, oh, that's awful. Uh, I feel lousy. I feel lousy telling Jerry to call back on another day, but, um, He's a pain in the ass. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm only, if you've never listened to the show before and you've just heard me say that to a bloke with Parkinson's, I've just, uh, <laughs> then I'm going to agree with the actual radio listeners. <laughs> and you are a disgrace. We, we've put up two videos on Twitter, right? One of them is Jane from last night, who was horrible. And, it, and it's like two and a half minutes of me trying to t- tell her what pickaninnies means. And, um, I mean, it, you could argue it's bullying. I don't think it is. You could argue. You could argue a lot of things. And so, the, the Tommy Robinson fans. I'm going to stop saying his name. The, the arseholes that that follow it's not his name anyway. at, at Talk Radio on Twitter. You're a C. Your wife left you. You're a drug addict. Look at that stupid moustache. You ugly melted face twat. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Twit. All of this stuff, right? And melted I, I, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I can see why they'd be angry because it looks like out of context I'm bullying a 75 year old woman. I, a woman. I wasn't. I was, I was talking to a very rude person who was thick. Alright? Then the second clip is, um, an ex-serviceman phoning up to give his opinion on Brexit. And at this point, we don't do Brexit, right? At this point we'd had an hour of Brexit on the show that doesn't do Brexit. And so I said, can I just stop you there, Stephen? Can I ask you a question? Um, and this is a tough one, but uh, imagine all, th- th- they're all here with us. Um, if you had to kill one of the Beatles, which one would you kill without using any weapons? And he j- pauses for a second, there's a beat, and he goes, probably Lennon. And that's it. And that, to me, is a really funny clip. It's not mean. It's not nasty. I'm not haranguing him. He's talking about something. I throw a complete curveball to him. He beat. He goes for it. His comic timing is impeccable. Very angry comments at that. He's a C. You need to be sacked. Where's your P45? You're a nonce. It's as if... (laughs) 
It's as if they're just angry. It's, it's the most amazing. Now, Kath has shown me brilliantly how to, you, I can mute the conversation. So when talk radio posts a clip and it's full of hatred, and I don't respond to them now, I just mute that clip and then not mute the conversation and I don't see any of them. Yeah. But I've kept the ones of Steve up because I'm really flabbergasted at how people could be calling for me to get the sack because I just had a little bit of... It's funny. You had a joke with someone who got the joke. It's funny. How could you? Outrageous behaviour. Let's go to Terry. Good evening, Terry. Hello, Ian. How you doing? I'm very, very well, mate. Catherine, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a first-time caller. didn't ask... My cousin Danny has been banging on about you for ages. I didn't ask you. I asked Catherine how she was. Oh, sorry. I do apologise, Ian. That's all right. Catherine, please. How are you? I am... All the better for speaking to Terry. Terry, 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 Terry's got no bollocks. Terry's got no bollocks. It's just a willy. He looks real silly. They got eaten off by a tiger. I don't know the rest of that song. You can't rhyme very yeah, well with It's like a baby's finger, I won't lie. It's like Sorry? a baby's finger. <laughs> a baby's finger? <laughs> a little baby's finger, wowzers. I'm, I'm, I'm honest, I'm honest. Now, Terry. I, I was ringing up, right, I've just put the radio on. Yes, right, sir. My cousin's... And... Yes, sir. Right, my cousin... Yes, where's my, sir! Your cousin, sir, is a drug addict and a fool, sir, and I challenge him to a fight to the death. Oh, you, you couldn't fight him at the minute. I will oh, fight well. him to the death with my karate skill. I've got to ring up. I've got, I've got to say this. I feel like I've got to say this. Right? Here we go. Right, I had the radio on for ten minutes. Yeah. And I've heard you say, it sounds like a Tommy Robinson recruiting video. Yes. No, I didn't, no, didn't say video. Oh, no, sorry. Yes. I'm mistake. I'm not used to being on the radio. No. Right. Or having conversations. But what I will say, what <laughs> I will say. If you're, right? if you're just going to talk about him, I'm not interested. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, you, why I'm did you bring him up? It. Why did you bring him up? Because I'm talking about what surrounds him and what's going on in the media. Goodbye, Terry. Thanks very much for your call. You've listened for ten minutes, and I would listen for a little bit longer. Then listen to another radio station for thickos <laughs> and racists. Good evening, Dean. Oh, hello. Hello, Dean. Yeah, report. I'm all right, mate. How are you? Well, well I'm a bit depressed, mate. Are you on speakerphone, Dean? No, I've got my headset in. I'll take it out if you want me. Yeah, I would rather you used your hands. Okay, I will do. Thank you, Dean. Put your lips next to the phone. Put your lips next to mine. It's called a kiss. You open your lips, then you move like this. <laughs> that could be a song from the 60s. I just made it up. Did you? Yeah, I did. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> Dean. Hello, board. Hello, Dean. Hello. Hello. The first time I ever listened to you was like about 66 or Dean, yeah. Dean, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, I can't be bothered, please. I'll, I'll be accused of bullying. You go for it. No, Kathy. go on, Dean. Dean, say at the same. Right, say say hello, say hello, Ian. Can you hear me? Hello, Ian. Can you hear me? Right, don't move forward and back from your phone. There, you're perfect. We've got you in the right position. Okay. Go. Right, go Six weeks ago, bud, I heard you, and you sounded like you were having a proper mental breakdown. Right? No, you didn't. Not six weeks ago. Well, okay, well, before five weeks ago, I was to say, this is the first no. time I've heard you, I found you by mistake by going on a different way. <laughs> <laughs> who's that in his, who's that, what is going on here? It's the same fella, I don't know, Oh, is, is that Terry in the background? Terry. Go on. Yeah, Go. Dean, whereabouts are you from, mate? Me, from. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Newcastle. What part of Newcastle are you from, Dean? 
Thanks very much for your call. <laughs> I think he's just got a really dodgy phone line, but maybe it's maybe it's nature's way. Oh. <laughs> The, the, the phone line, thank God, is empty. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Terry doesn't. Terry keeps phoning in, but doesn't want to speak to us again. Oh, uh, well, hang on a minute. He's calling in. Something we said. Terry, you're on the air. Why don't you want to speak it, to me, mate? Ian, Ian, why would you not let me finish what I was going to say? Because I'm not interested. All English people. Do you think? All English um, there we go. Because of that. I tell you why, Terry. Because you've, you've not listened to the show, right? And the fader is down. Um, the show is. It's so talking, <laughs> Terry. They can't hear. You. As much. As there we go. <laughs> Should we just let him do his monologue so he thinks he's had his say? Oh, yes, Thanks. You're right. You make a good yeah. point. Thanks. Here we go. We'll just wait for him to finish. Are you going to let me talk? Here we go. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Let me talk. Terry, it's my show. Terry did an F-bomb, he's thick and angry, he don't like Mohammed. What, oh, what I like about these people is yeah. the way they signal, um, yeah. by, um, that they're taking a breath by going, are you going to let me speak when yeah. they've done nothing wrong? Terry, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to put your fader up, you drop another F-bomb, buddy, your phone number goes to the police. Okay, it goes to the police. The police will have your number on file as being a swearer. Okay? There's a seven second delay, so you, you can't swear wrong. Let's put the phone down. Let's put the phone down. Someone's penis is gonna be punished tonight. I suspect it's Terry's. What's this guy's, uh, what's this guy's beef? Hello, line one? Hi Ian, how are you? I'm very well, line one. You're on the air. Hey mate, great show. Yeah. I was going to talk to you about the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. And did you see, by any chance, the uh, Kay Burley interview that she did with the uh, Nessie about, about uh, researcher? No, I didn't see that one, no. I didn't didn't see anyone, no. She was really, like, horrible to the guy. I'm like, why don't you just save your venom for, like, these monsters in Westminster rather oh. than some guy who just got a belief in Nessie? Well, I think it's right that we, we call out these fantasists and these liars, whether they be Brexiteers, uh, whether they be Remainers, or whether they be Nessie people. I, I, like, I like the idea of Nessie, though, mate. I like, yeah, like, I like the, the idea, idea of it. I like the idea of, um, yeah. of unicorns and fairies. You know, I like the idea of it, but I also live in the real world. But the real world sucks. Yeah, he's got a point, actually. He's got a point. It's like your quote last night. It was just brilliant, man. Your show last night was amazing. Thanks, man. That woman, though, it, it, it just... I don't know how you put up with people like that who just want to come on and just, like, fire, like, call you names and, like, assume that you're a left-winger or a vegetarian or, like, it just... I don't know, man. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Why am I getting a... I'm getting a... Maybe I'm just on hyper... hyper alert, but I'm getting a vibe, Paul. Okay. wonder why. I, mean, I I like you, man, a lot. I think you're really funny, so... Why is there a warning by your name? 
You, um, I, I, so I caught up once, and uh, I made a joke, and it worked well the one time, and I tried to repeat the same joke uh, the next time. What was the joke? And then he sort of said, like, oh, it, I, it was a Bill and Ted reference, and it went wrong, and I felt really bad afterwards. And what was the Bill and really Ted? What, what was it? Why would a Bill and Ted reference? I don't know. I called back, and I tried to repeat the joke for the next day. And then you was like, yeah, it was funny last time, Paul, but not funny this time. Okay. Like, get off the show with me. Oh, gosh. Well, that's harsh. Well, I don't, wouldn't get your warning by your name, just doing a bad joke. Otherwise, Catherine will be covered in warnings. Outrageous. Incredible behaviour. All right, Paul. I, say, I, I love I love the uh, rabbit hole as well, mate. Thank it's you, man. Uh, well, we do, we're going to be live tomorrow in Bath. If people can't come, we will be streaming it on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. People can watch it, and people can also call in. So, um, what have you got planned for this Probably. weekend, Paul? Anything nice? Yeah, I just got myself a car for the first time. Whoa! So Paul's going driving, baby! Look out, ladies! Paul but, is going to be driving! I've got some woman trouble as well, though, but I'll, I'll, that'll be for another show. I'll oh, about that. okay. All right, Paul, thank you very much indeed. He's got some... He's got... <laughs> excuse me. He's got some woman trouble, and he's got a car. What that means, Paul, is you ain't got no woman trouble. <laughs> you ain't got no woman trouble. <laughs> I'm right, aren't I, June? Oh, you're right. I'm not wrong. Hi. Hello, June. Hi, Ian. Hi, Car. Hello, How are June. you? Making love um, in the afternoon with June. Up in my bedroom. Making love. I get up to wash my face. When I come back to bed, June is having it off with our Garfunkel June. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. Not Arthur Garfunkel. Not Arthur Garfunkel. No, that's a vicious rumour. I laughed so... I must have been, like, 18 when I... Uh, and laughed so hard when I learned that Art Garfunkel's full name was Arthur Garfunkel. I don't know why what that... What did you think his name was? I didn't know that Art was short for Arthur. I thought that was a name, Art. So Arthur no. Garfunkel is just outrageously funny. Mm, yes, but... I wouldn't spend the afternoon with him. I'd spend it with Dennis LeCourier. Yes, man! Yes, mate. There we oh, go. Yes, and Dennis, uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, Dennis is up to speed. We'll, we'll see if you're what he needs for his recovery, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us, June? I was just phoning up to say I hope you have a nice night in Bath tomorrow. No, oh, we're looking forward to it. It's always um, a good crowd. I know, I'm going to try and get Rachel to stream it for me, because I can't get there. I, well, yeah, but that's it. For those who can't see it, it will be streamed on Twitch. It'll start about half seven, eight, I don't actually know the it time. It's eight o'clock. Okay, eight o'clock then it is. Uh, eight it's o'clock, yeah. Two hours long, there'll be a little meet and greet afterwards. We'll try and stream that as well, and people can phone in. But there's there's well, a different phone number, but we'll give all that tomorrow. I was a bit disappointed, because the only wheelchair space is gone. Oi, we only want one of you guys there, otherwise it puts us off! <laughs> Makes me too oh, horny. well. <laughs> okay, oh, and I've, we've got the book on order as well. I think you're going to enjoy the book. The book is weird, and it's fun, and it's better if you act it out with your friends and family. Honestly, me and Kath are doing it. I've been playing Kath, she plays me, and I don't know why it makes us laugh so much, <laughs> but it really, really does. Um... <laughs> If well, anybody wants to, I tell you what, next week we'll we'll bring our copies of the books in. Uh -huh. If anyone wants to phone up and be the third person, you can be me, Kath, or the caller. We'll <laughs> we'll do a little bit of that because it's surprisingly good. What I especially like about reading aloud what? with Ian is uh, the fact that he'll go, "I didn't say that." Did I, don't, I? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think I did say. Um, oh, you did a lot of that. You did. I, I don't think I so. I checked them all. <laughs> I don't know. Well, my 
June, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The switchboard is empty. Um, yeah, I'm sorry there's only one wheelchair space. You know, we're playing kind of small, we're not playing big theatres. I mean, I think the wheelchair accommodation in a lot of venues, the wheelchair accommodation in the O2 is awful. They have like 20 seats. I remember trying to get tickets to my mum to see Neil Diamond. And unless, you've got to phone up a separate line. You can't book it online. You've got to phone a separate line. And unless you're like the first person, they go. Because what a surprise, a lot of Neil Diamond fans, the, a lot of the acts my mum likes to see, are older people, many of whom are in wheelchairs. And also, they're right at the back. It's outrageous. So I, I, I realise it's a problem for a lot of venues. And, we, you know, we're playing... We're playing small little things. Ah, now here's the thing. They're filming the new Fast and Furious in Edinburgh. Right this moment. Bit late, isn't it? Well, yeah, but... Surely they need better light. Shut up. What? What if we phone up all the hotels in Edinburgh? Yeah. And we ask, we say, hello, um, Josh, Josh from, what's his name? Josh Rom. Josh Rom. It's joshrom.com. Showbiz to talk radio. I've got an interview booked with Jason Stratham and I, f- I can't remember what room he's in. Could you put me through to Jason, Mr. Stratham's room, please? And they'll go, we don't have a Jason Stratham standing here. You go, oh, sorry. It's the, the code name, um, uh, Snatch. Crank Snatch. Mr. Crank Snatch. Okay, yeah, putting you through now. Oh, that's Hello. It. Hello, Jason. Who is, who is this? Who is this? I'm, 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 I'm having pleasures. I'm having carnal pleasures. I bet he's not having carnal pleasures. I bet he's in bed very early, ready to rise You're and live on talk radio. I'm Ian Lee. I stole the strawberries. Please, can we talk to you? I'll give you 20 minutes and not a minute more. We get an exclusive interview with Jason Stratham. All we've got to do is phone up every hotel. We start with the big one, the Balmoral. Right. The Balmoral Hotel in Edinburgh, I guarantee right now. Mr. Crank Snatch is asleep. Mr. Crank Snatch is in there pumping off hard. That's what I think is happening. That sounds a lot like, uh, stalking. It's not stalking when they're famous. Oh, okay. Well, no, because they've invited that intrusion into their lives by making movies. Right. Obvs. Why are you pretending to be someone else again? Because Josh, people will know JoshRom.com's name mm. as being the showbiz expert at They'll Talk Radio. They'll be expecting a call from Josh They'll be Rom. expecting a call from Josh. They'll have done business. Josh Rom does so much business in hotels um, that they will... Oh, Mr. Rom, it's you again. Your usual room? No, no, no. It's a phone interview this time. Okay. Because normally you're here for business, applying your trade. No. Of showbiz. Okay, sure. Um, so I think that's what we do. If we want, if we want to get Jason, has he replied to the emails you've sent? Who have you emailed? You haven't emailed anyone. Jason Statham. You're fired. I emailed. Who have you, he, who have you emailed? Listen. I'm going to use shorten that to emailed. I did email. I emailed Jason Stratham uh, at hotmail.com. Jason dot Stratham at yahoo dot com and uh the jason stratham how about jason stratham at four? jeeves jason stratham four what year was he born that's what he lived on oh here we go that's what he lived on why can you not just email his manager that's too easy i think um th- that guy has been hired to filter out the requests 
67. Gosh, really? Okay. He's not 67 years old, is He's he? He's 52. Jason. You said 67. He was born in 67. Idiot. Do the maths. Um, Jason Stratham, 67 at hotmail.com is going to be the one. Can you not... Could you not just... J the J-Dog. Oh, no, that gets you Justin Dealey. Could you not just no. email his... Fast and Furious Jason at, at google.com. Gmails. Really starting to get on my nerves. One of these is going to work. Leave it to me. Good evening, the Balmoral Hotel. Marie speaking. Hello, yeah, this is Josh Rom uh, from Talk Radio. I've got an interview booked with Jason Stratham from the Fast and the Furious movies, but I've forgotten what room he's in. Could you connect me to it, please? We're live on the radio <laughs> now. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. He, he might be under the name Mr. Crank Snatch. Crank Snatch. Crank Snatch. Put the phone down. We know he's there. We know exactly what hotel he's in. We know exactly what hotel Jason Stratham's in. That guy's the biggest jerk in the world. He's a good sport, that guy, and I appreciate his help. We know what hotel Jason Stratham's in. Right. <laughs> Who lives in Edinburgh? Who wants to earn a fiver? We need you to go like they would do it. Here's the thing, Catherine. Like they would do in a Jason Stratham movie. You would appreciate this. You need to, um, what you need to do is you Half need... past 11 on a Friday yes, night. Yes, yes. You need to, I, I wouldn't say murder. You need to, um, do a, a chokehold on a waiter. What? On a room service guy. Not chokehold, that's inappropriate. Knock him unconscious. No. Oh, you can, all right, okay. You need to kill a room service guy. No, you need to charm him into a cupboard and then lock it. Okay, you need to somehow... Dress up as a lady waiter. You... <laughs> lady waiter? I don't know, you don't get lady waiters, do you? I've never seen one. I'm thinking of Tom and Jerry films where you dress up your thumb as a lady mouse. Lady waiter. And then you get him into the mouse hole. Here's the thing. Lock him in. Here's the thing, I don't think I've ever seen a Chinese man riding a bike. Yes, you have. When? Ooh. Famously, there are nine million bicycles in Beijing. I've never seen one. What? I have never seen a Chinese man riding a bike. Oh, Don't show me a picture online. Don't show me a picture online. It's a deep fake. They can just superimpose a Chinese man on a bike. It's deep fake. Jason, you nuts. Like that whole, um, you know the re-smog thing lying on the, the Houses of Parliament? Yeah. That's deep fake. No. Yes. You know the police officer fainting behind Bojo? Yeah. Deep fake. What? It's all deep fake. So, no, no, no. I want to see with these eyes a Chinese man riding a bicycle. And not Korean and not a Japanese. Well. Just doesn't happen. Just doesn't happen. Um, we know that crack, uh, sorry, Jason Stratham, Nicholas Boy is staying at the Balmoral Hotel in Edinburgh. By the way, what, what they, they can't complain about me. If, if anyone gets in trouble, it's Josh Rom. He's the guy that phoned up. Yeah. We need someone. We need someone in Edinburgh to go to the Balmoral to steal um, uh, 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 room service. Room service. Room service. Hello there, sir. It's room service. Come to service your room, sir. Here's the... Here's the power juice that you ordered, sir, for the room service, sir. Where are they from again? From Scotland. I'm a wee no, lassie. don't do that. From Scotland, from Kilmarnock. R Hello. Room service, sir. I've got your power juice for you, sir. I didn't order any power juice. Oh, it's complimentary of the hotel, sir. He'll know about these ruses. He's a right. professional pretender. We've got... We've got new technology in the studio, right? I've got one of those Alexa things. Let me ask, um, Alexa, 
Hey, what do I say? What do I say? Hey, Alexa, or just Alexa? Alexa. Okay. Alexa. Yes. What's the best way to get into Jason Stratham's hotel room? You need to stop watching the Fast and the Furious. This is getting unhealthy. Okay, that's not that's not particularly helpful. Uh, I uh, think that they programmed her beautifully. I think she's an idiot, and I, I would chuck her out of a window. <laughs> um, someone I would never chuck out of a window is Katia. Hello, good night. Good night. Oh! <laughs> send her back. Send her back. Send her back. <laughs> Can't sing the rest of that. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, a Smith and Jones song, which out of context sounds offensive, but in context is very funny. <laughs> Katia! Katia, so, so, um, um, uh, ma, 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 Carte blanche. I do not know no. what the English is for carte blanche, but I would like to you to make the beautiful love uh, from behind against the wall for the card the carte blanche, le 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 poisson d'or, le poisson d'or, les sur la table. Je suis très désolé. Oh, Katia. très désolé, Katia. Il n'y a rien à faire avec rien. Oh, my love for you, l'amour. <rire> Chanson, <rire> l'amour. Ta-ta-ta-ta. <rire> chanson, chanson okay. d'amour. Deep <rire> in Ratatatata, chanson, chanson d'amour. Let us go now live to beautiful, beautiful grandson. Let's go grandson. Il donne l'impression. Katia, Katia, aussi au bout de moi. C'est parlé. En français, en français, Katia, en français, en français, en Suisse, en Suisse. En Suisse, en Suisse, en Suisse, en Belgique. Has anyone ever had a bit of ginger? Oh, I love you, you dirty lady. You like the McHugnall? It's not nice to call him that. You like a bit of ginger? <laughs> you like to have the ginger gentleman <laughs> making ginger. love to you against the wall? All right, a bit of ginger up their arse. Hang on a second. <laughs> did, sorry, Catherine, sorry. <laughs> Katia, yeah, she just she make did. it worse than I did. Yeah. Wow. I thought it might be going there. Okay. I mean, not there. But Let's <laughs> try that again, Katia. Has anyone had what? A, a bit of ginger up their arse. Well, if if that if Prince Harry had done that, they wouldn't <laughs> have had a kid. Oh my God, no, no. That's what they used to do to horses to rev them up. <laughs> if you had a horse that was looking a little bit down in the mouth and you're trying to sell it, a bit of ginger up the old, <laughs> and they would be stepping. Okay. Well, <clears throat> it's asking for a friend because uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> okay. How is Roger? Gotcha. How is Roger? Oh. Apart from imaginary. <laughs> I thought. Um, so, what does it feel like? Well, what do you imagine it feels like? <laughs> I bet it's things. Well, if you've got any um, little scratches there, why? Will, why would you, Katty? I don't understand. Why would you do it? I d I, well, I, I'd never do that. Well, why I'd would? Well, I would never even think of it, and you obviously <laughs> have. I never thought of 
parties. Well, you, well no, you've, con- you've, you've created the concept of ginger up the bum hole. No, she hasn't. It's an old-fashioned remedy. But, but, I from, didn't. Where, I didn't. I, I was didn't. reading an article. I was reading an article. Oh, by, you only read it for the articles, don't by, you? By Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> or someone. No, no, no. It, Mr. Nicholas Soames oh. wrote about it. I'd do it. I'd do it for a fiver. Would they? Give me a fiver and I'll put some ginger up my bum. My really? Yeah, of course I would, for a fiver. How I've long got a gingerbread, man. Will that do? Um, sure, why not? What? Head, head uh, or leg? Katia. <laughs> yes. Whole thing. But then you have to eat it. Katia, I, for five pounds, I will put yeah. a, 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 what do you call it, a nut? A nut of ginger? No, it's a bit of ginger root. I will put a ginger root up my bum. Well, that's not a lot of money for that. No, it's not. do it for free. I think he's pretty much doing it for free, to be honest. I'll do it for a fiver. I will come, I will, on Monday's show. Yes. I will put a, for, if you give me five pounds, I will put yes. a root of ginger up my bum and mm-hmm. keep it up there for the whole show. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. Uh, is it like, oh, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Okay, is it stinky? Sorry. No. <laughs> say, say it in French and I'll translate. Okay, that's a good idea. It's a pun. Because it, it's an idea from Sir Nicholas Soam, so I was going to say it's like a Soam, 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 Hang on a minute. <laughs> Hang on a minute. So Sheila Fogarty has just tweeted 52 minutes ago. Uh-huh. Yes. Question, and this is a quote from Sheila Fogarty of LBC. I it was hijacked. Question, has anyone had a bit of ginger up their arse? Yes. I swear to you. Not Sheila. What does it A, feel like... B, achieve. Wow. Is that the phone in on LBC on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> I might listen. And so, you can see that it comes from an article. An article? Article. <laughs> in the Times. Uh-huh. And they are citing Nicholas Soames. Nick Soames. Okay. And he's right, okay, okay, I'm just uh, going to, so he's talking about Jacob Rees-Mogg because he was really, really unhappy about how he's been behaving for the past uh, few weeks, this is, right? to, this is to G him up, is it? Because he's so languid. Okay. And he said, he, he described it, him as being a moderately cut double-breasted, a man in a moderately cut double-breasted suit and a decent tie can do with an ultra posh voice and a bit of ginger stuck up his heart. <laughs> Katia, have you somehow found a clever way to make us do Brexit? <laughs> Good day to you, madam. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, right? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The oldest identical twins in the UK put their longevity down to no sex and plenty of Guinness, and spend their time arguing over who fancies actor Jason Stratham the most. (laughs) Former factory workers Lillian Cox and Doris Hobday, I thought they were twins, but they've got different names. Well, maybe one got married. You can't, twins can't marry. Someone else. Twins can't get married to each other. They're sisters, sisters or brothers. You know that, right? 
have they got different surnames? It was one adopted. How old are they? The oldest identical twins in the UK put their longevity down to no sex and plenty of Guinness and arguing over who fancies Jason Stratham the most. Okay, well... Former fact... Please be quiet. They'll have been married at some point. Next. Former factory workers Lillian Cox and Doris Hobday recently turned 95. Why have they got separate surnames? Because they're old and they've been married to people. You can't... Are you insane? Are, Are you, you insane? How could they marry? Right, even if they married each other, no, they would have the same surname. Uh, I don't understand what you're being. Can you explain? So they're not twins. They're yes, not sisters. Yes, I've got a different surname from my sister. But you're not a twin. We could have been. <laughs> you could have been. My mum is a twin, and she has a different surname from her sister. True. But they're not identical. Ah. Uh, Ha! Let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. say this on any other show that I've ever presented, but on this one I feel I have to genuinely issue this warning. Please, nobody listening to this, put a corkscrew up your bum and twist it around. I just, just you will not be getting ten pounds. No, 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 Good evening, Nigel. Well, get, someone get me some vodka, please. <laughs> someone get me some vodka, please. I like hearing you in a good mood. It puts me in a good mood. Well, that's not a bad impression, is it? It depends who you're doing. <laughs> The man is, I can't remember his name. The one who's always on the TV. Yep. Yeah, that guy. That's a good impression of him. What's well, his name? I can't remember. Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. He's quite a funny man, isn't he? He's quite a funny man sometimes, yeah. Well, so long get me some water, please. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> that was better, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's better every time. Um, it does. It's better every time. Do you know what That's my favourite one is? My favourite mm. one of yours is Dracula. Oh, I can't, um, how's the Dracula go? Um... Dracula! Uh, I can't do it. No, I can't do it tonight. That's a picture to this. Oh. All anyway. The, all the Dracula fans are, um, disappointed. Um, never mind, Nigel. It happens to a lot of I can't, no, I can't. I, I, I don't feel in the mood to do it, do it tonight. I don't no, want to but you feel in the mood to put a corkscrew up your bum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it rolls sometimes. Just the way it rolls. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I fancy a burger, sometimes I fancy a kebab. You know, it's just, just the way it rolls. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's the only thing that came to, 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 came to my mind while I was thinking about it, you see. What, yeah. corkscrew? Yeah, I thought, well, it, it's quite a funny thing to say. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't try it, though, Nigel. It'd be bad no, I wouldn't bad try it, because it'd be dangerous. Yeah, bad for you. Also, spoil yeah. your corkscrew, and that's quite a handy thing to have. <laughs> it could kill you. He could. More seriously, yeah. <laughs> you could die. I don't want any of our listeners you know, dying never, from uh, corkscrew uh, injuries. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't work well. well <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, sorry, sorry, yes, of course, of course, it's all right. I, I, apology accepted. Well, you do keep busting in. No, you do. Well, you do keep busting in, don't you? No, you do. Well, you do keep busting in, don't you? No, you do. Well, you do keep busting in, don't you? No, you do. You want me to do it for you? Rub it in. No, Nigel. They've cancelled Brexit, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nigel? He's gone. Where, where are you gone, Nigel? Is it something we said? Well, you do keep butting in, don't you? No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. Nigel? Night-night, everybody. Night-night. Okay, well, we're gonna, what we're going to do, because it says he's still there. Um, oh, I can boost that. I, I wonder why that was a bit quiet. Night-night, everybody. Night-night. I think he's giving us a silent treatment. I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. Well, you do keep butting in, don't you? All right, Nigel, not quite sure what happened there. We'll keep your fader open, and if you want to join in at any moment, um, actually, no, I'm just, I'm just going to cut you off. Uh, let us go to Nelly. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Oh, good you evening. are a pervert. Melbert. Oh, thanks very much. Um... It was nice tuning in there the last uh, last night uh, to the uh, the late night alternative, or as it should be known, the Brexit Anger Showcase. It was a strange old show. If you missed it last night, um, go and buy a bootleg copy on the streets of Camden Market for um, fifteen pounds. It really is worth it. It was something else. It was just it was never ending because obviously had the first. Well, we finished at one. Well, okay. Yeah. It was literally um, ending. It was, yeah, that was my, that I made an error, thank you. Um, yeah, it just, it just didn't seem to stop. Of course, it did stop, but you know what I mean? It was just anger after anger after anger, and it just kept on cranking up to 11, didn't it? It was, it was all Everybody, weird. just right, cool out. Everyone said, yeah, get out, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, good to hear that the book is coming out. Yep. Really excited by it, really excited, because I had this sort of little ambition about, you know, trying to write something and get it published. You're getting a little bit excited about this whole self-publishing thing, aren't you? I can, yeah. I've seen on Twitter. So what's the plan, man? Well, I've always had, like, a, a you know, ambition to sort of do a book and write, write something. And I've got, like, a, an idea. And I've, actually, just this evening, I was writing down some notes on my mobile phone about what I would put in and yeah. how I would structure it. And, it would, I mean, it, it would be about my... Um, it's quite a serious topic, quite a serious subject, actually, about my experiences uh, teaching yeah. uh, when I was teaching very, very briefly. Uh, and also, uh, there was some issues that I had, which obviously led to me leaving the profession quite quite quick. Uh, and it was obviously the same sort of time when I got married and had my first child, and a lot of things go, a lot of stuff was going on. And the whole profession is quite a, is so challenging and so... Um, it, new teachers need a lot of support, which I never got, and that's why I left. Um, so I've got a lot of ideas, and I've got a lot of. Just I've start. Can I give off. you a suggestion? Hmm. Just start writing. Yeah. Just write. Yeah. Forget, put I the mean, notes to ones. You got the notes. Great. What else? All great. Just start writing, isn't it? That's what I told yeah. you to do. Oh, button up. Button up. Get it down. Doesn't matter what it is at first time. Trousers. You want me to get that down? Outrageous. That is sexual harassment in the workplace. Hmm. Um, but uh, my advice is just to get as much written down as you can in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I, I was finding when I was writing the, like, the notes down, um, how much was like was coming back to me of my experiences and all the, all like quite bad stuff that, that happened when I was teaching. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But um, I've already made out quite a bit of a start just from note-taking, so... Uh, we'll see what goes. But it's exciting to have that as an outlet. You know, I like being, you know, a bit, bit creative. And it's nice to have that as a, you know, a, a, an outlet in the 21st century where you can just write something, put it out there, and then just see see what happens. 
Yeah, do it. There you go, thing. do it. Um, also, I've got to say, the cover, because the cover, the picture's done by our mate Jeff. I don't know he designed a book cover, so we did it on Fiverr. You know Fiverr, that website where you can hire people to do stuff? A young w- Ukrainian woman did the cover for us for, I think it was like 20 quid or something. That's a great, that's a good cover, isn't it, Kath? It's a really good cover. 20 quid, I love it. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, cause the thing is with books as well, I can't, I can't read an e-book. No. I like to the book and... Can't do it. You know, smell the book and, you know, really get, you know, have it in my hands, you know. So, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to getting it open with through soon. I've got a um, confession to make as well. Uh-oh. It's a small one. Okay, as long as it's not a murder, because I, I really don't want the last hour to be too heavy. Do you remember a few weeks ago when the phones weren't working? And you gave out your home number yep. for people to ring in. Yes, I did, yes. And you got a couple of callers who were South, South African. Yes. Well, can you guess what my confession is? Um, what, you, you, what, you posted the number on a South African forum or something? No, Ian, my friend, I was, I, I, I this all, I'm, I'm very good at accents. It's very okay, accurate. well, do one for us then. It's an accent. Do an accent for us then. Name an accent, I'll do it. South African. Okay. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kathleen. Good to speak to you. Good to speak to you? I remember this guy. Is it this guy? Al Duraj's accent. Absolute jerk off. You shouldn't have given me that coffee. I've got really bad indigestion now. Some people say indigestion. Why? And some people say Sri Lanka. What? Okay. The oldest twins in the UK put their longevity down to no sex and plenty. They what now? They, the oldest identical twins in the UK put their longevity down to mm. no sex and plenty of Guinness. Okay. And spend their time arguing over who fancies actor Jason Stratham the most. Former factory workers. Now, these are supposedly twins. See if you can spot the big uh, uh, here. Former factory workers Lillian Cox and Doris Hobday, different surnames, so I, God knows how they're sisters, recently turned 95 um, and have become internet hits thanks to their... Hila- they don't even look the same. Look. They're not identical. Well, one's got darker glasses on. Yeah. Not identical. Hey! Oh! Um, so I was in a charity shop in Aylesbury, in the charity shops in Aylesbury, not the greatest places in the world to be. And there were two women, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm guesstimating, they were 52, right? They were twins. Yeah, but they dressed the same. Yes. Yeah. Blue jeans uh-huh. and like these very colourful tabards. Oh, a uniform. But it wasn't... I've never seen a tabard, so they had the same blouse on, like a sort of, uh, the same blouse on underneath, right? Same jeans, same shoes, yeah. same hair, same face. But the tabards, tabards, they were like, um, you know, sort of like fun shirts with like pineapples and colourful. Yeah. And, and, it was like that, but in tabard. Okay. They were the, the same, per- they were the same. Do you, why? Th- that's amazing, right? Um... Old twins, I don't know what their surnames were. Old surname. Tw- you got me there, officer. Old twins dressed the same. Yeah. Even if it was a uniform. 
Well, if it was a uniform, then that's not unusual, is it? They're working at the same place. It's like, oh, I saw young twins at school and they were dressed exactly these the were, same. These were in their, okay, that's fine, but these are in their 50s. Yeah, but, okay. So I don't think they will work clothes. I think no they just... No, wears a tabard for fun. I think some people do, no. actually. I think some people no. do. <laughs> yes. No, no yes. one would choose a tabard. I think they do. Why is the tabard? Tabard is just, it's just a tighter pinny, isn't it? Put a penny on. That's what you wear for fun. The Tipton twins. Why are they called Tipton twins? That's where they live. It's not their names. A filmed discussing their lives in broad black country accents. What, like African? No. They're white. No. I, if I did that, I'd be I'd be pulled off. One video shows them arguing over whom likes Stratham the most, revealing they've watched every Fast and Furious movie. I've dived straight in at the deep end today. Fast and Furious 8, great film. Lillian. Is it canon? Uh, which one is it canon? Oh, I see you being a dick. Of course it's canon. It's, it's F and F8. Lillian, but I don't know any of the characters. So I'm struggling to keep up with the story of there's, Fast and Furious 8. There's one that does some driving. There's another one that does some driving. Okay, there's, there's one a, that does that. Oh. Lillian, who has 13 grandchildren and 19 great-grandchildren, wins the debate as she flashes the picture of the actor she keeps in her knickers. What? He's a cracker. Nobody can fight like him. She says, black country, they're supposed to be talking like that. Asked what the secret to their long life is, Lillian answers for Doris. She says no sex and plenty of Guinness before adding, I just drink lem lemonade. And I love s sitting in front of the TV, flicking away. There's never anything on, is there? Well, she's obviously found something. In other... Video. In another video, the twins can be seen showing their youthful physical sides. What? As they work through their keep fit exercises. Um. Keep fit. Well, we know where Jason Stratham is staying. <laughs> yeah. He's staying at the Balmoral in Edinburgh. Oh three four four. We'll take calls straight to air for the last hour. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
last hour of the show. Uh, let's do calls straight to air, shall we? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, excuse me, sorry, Stephen. Not much to see in this void. Added a little bit of extra of voila to the song that I think was lacking. What I'll do is I'll take me singing that, send it to the boys. Ben and ladies will get back together again, and I'll be their new lead singer. Why not? I know what Jason Stratham says when he comes to Scotland. Scotland, excuse me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So call straight to where you phone up. I'll put you through uh, seven second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. None of that stuff. Apart from that, anything goes. So this free hashtag. Free Britney, because I get all of my good ideas by on my phone app on Twitter. Um, g- g- just going to they recommend stuff for me. It's algorithms, so you basically you're just going around in circles. And every now and then I'll say I want to see less of this, and it'll bring a new dimension into the circle. And one of the things that popped up was hashtag Free Britney. Have you heard of that caller? Greetings and salutations. I beg your pudding. Uh, greetings and salutations uh, to uh, you both. Who goes there? Friend or, friend, or, friend or foe? Uh, I think friends. Definitely friends. Okay, let's let's go for it then, friend. Welcome. I could do with friends. Well, this is good. This is good. I'm uh, just drove back from uh, my mate's house, and um, I was listening to last night, tonight, um, mm. and then then I went on to the radio to hear it live. Um, the Brexit thing. Honestly, why can't people be nice to each other? It was really, like, sad. Oh, get stuffed, get stuffed. I'm going to punch you in the nose. And that person that went and said about, like, he's going to flatten you. That was silly, now, wasn't it? There's no need for that. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I voted for Brexit, I'll be honest. Yeah. I voted for Brexit. Yeah. But lots of my friends didn't. Yeah, and, so get, I and guess what? You're still, you're still friends. You're still friends. Exactly, we're uh, still friends. And here's the thing, and, I voted you, I voted to stay, but I'm sure that if we were to sit and have a coffee or be waiting at a bus stop, we'd have a nice chat with each other and walk away and not, not go, I want to kill that guy. We'd get on, we're getting on now. Exactly, and it's just so sad, because everybody, everybody in the world wants, like, like the, the, the whole Boris thing. I quite like Boris, I've got to be honest, I quite like Boris. Boris Johnson. But, sorry. Don't, call him, don't said, call him Boris, call him Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson. He w- but what he said was a racist thing. Yeah. Now, you call him a racist. I'm not going to say that Boris is racist. Yep. Boris Johnson is, gonna, is racist. Yep. But yep. he said a racist statement. You yeah. can't say Dick and Any. Oh, yes. And not, that's a racist statement. Here's the but thing. Here's the, th- here's the thing. He's definitely used racist language. That is, that is not up for debate. Yeah. Is he a racist? That yeah. is up for debate. That is a debate that can be had. Really? And, and you can believe that, and yep. I can believe something different. There we go. But if someone makes a racist statement, they are, that, that's a racist statement. Yeah. And probably one's going to say, if, if you say they're a racist and they've made a racist statement, then probably they've invoked racist behaviour. Jane, James, stay there. Ka- my good friend Catherine wants to jump into this conversazione. My theory about oh, me that water as Ms, well, Mr. Mind. Boris Johnson is that um, he is at best reckless with his words and that is something you've got to be concerned about in someone who speaks for a living and who influences a lot of people my thing is my thing is do i think he's a racist (laughs) probably not probably not but he doesn't mind having racists on his side and he knows which buttons to press 
to get the racists yeah. on his side and to mobilise them. That's my, that's my honest um, interpretation or, or, or about the whole the whole thing. He doesn't mind. He doesn't mind getting votes yeah. from racists. Yeah, and th- and that's what worries me. You see, because if they don't, if if they don't go and do what people voted. And like, like you said, Ian, that we, you know, we kind of got to do what people voted. Like then that. essentially, <laughs> these kind of ex- like these extreme people are going to get more and more. And people think that now it gives them carte blanche to be a complete and utter d-head and be rude and vile to people. It's not okay. No. Can I ask you a question, James? I'm new to this whole thing. Are yeah. you? Are you? Are we flirting? Feels this feels. Kath, I hope you don't feel. Feels flirty to me between me and James. Well, I like this. I like this a lot. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with a bit of flirting. Good. It's not going uh, any further, but there's a little bit of, there's a no. little bit of, you know, you know what? Oh, I'll butt out then. Well, <laughs> no, butt I, in. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. You guys have literally, you guys have, have, have pretty much changed my life. They, literally, oh, I'm, oh. I'm, um, I'm off work at the moment. I'm yeah. a paramedic and I've been, I've been poorly with PTSD, and, and, and I discovered your show. And oh, nice one. It makes me laugh. You're funny, you're brilliant, and, and it's so nice to have something that... James, thank you so much. For the radio, I'm sorry about the PTSD, and, and um, thank you for the kind words. Radio and Twitter and life at the moment, as we keep saying, is binary. It's on, on or yeah. off, it's black or white, it's yes or no. And thank you for perfectly illustrating that we can have vote, and it all seems to stem from, stem from the referendum, that we have voted differently in the referendum, but it yeah. doesn't mean that we can't get on, it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy this show, and I can't enjoy your contribution to this show, it doesn't mean any of that stuff. It, we used to be able to get on with people who voted for different parties and thought different things, and it seems now that, that someone, I don't know, is it Russia, is it God, is it, what was that? Someone wants to stop that and wants to, to put barriers between different Groups and I hate that, James. And I want to do my best to pull down those barriers. It's like the term Ramona. Like I hate it when people say that. It's yeah. Just it's just offensive. Oh, you're Ramona, or or if you voted Brexit, you're a fascist. No, you're not a fascist. No. You just voted for something. Yeah. And it, and you know, it, a fascist is if you are, you know, it's the behaviours. It's a behaviour. It's not, yeah. you know, it's racist behaviour or behaviours, which is repugnant, whatever way you voted. James, and, and we should just say. That's wrong. James, nice to talk to you, man. I really appreciate the call. And how how is the recovery going? Yeah, going really well. Going really well. I'm getting there. Nice one, man. I look forward to your next call, James. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Wow. Do you know what that is like? Do you know what that feels like to me? This might be over-egging the pudding. The first uh, flower poking out through the snow, or when Noah sent the dove off every day, and and after like like ages, the dove came back with a little little branch. He went, oh, there's land. Feels like just the first little yeah. Things might be all right. Maybe I'm reading too much in that, but that was nice. I don't. Right. Here's the thing. I believe that most people are good, and most people are reasonable, and. People that phone up radio stations to have a go at a stranger generally yeah. are coming from a place of anger and yeah. not representative of the majority, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's very easy in this job to start thinking that everyone thinks a certain way when actually, you know, what is it? Three percent of people who listen ever ring a radio show, something like that. I'm, make, that. I'm making it? up, you know, but it's, but it's very unusual. Yeah. And um, 
No, but I do appreciate you in that kind Lane, of voice. Lane says if you use racist language, you are a racist. That's an opinion. That's an opinion. I don't necessarily. It depends how you. It depends how and why you use it. I think it's more nuanced than that. But I, I get your point, Lane. Um, yeah, and I think that sometimes people can make a mistake, and the way you learn is from listening to other people. Yeah. Who can point out, you uh. know, and what I'm talking about is, you know, ask the people it affects first uh. how they feel when about I it. When I was uh, younger, I'm talking like 15, 16, I used a lot of racist language. Yeah, you don't do it anymore because no. you learn. Yeah, I used a lot of racist language because I thought it was funny. Mm. A bit embarrassed to say that, but I thought it was funny. And I look back with mortified mortif- I wasn't, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I was a racist. I think I was using words incorrectly f- for, for l- l- shock value, for humour. And I look back now and think, my God, what was I, what was I doing? The, the shame around all of that. I don't think you can change someone's mind or get them to reconsider their opinion by yelling at them. No. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand calls. Straight to air. Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line two. Hi, Ian. It's Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Catherine number two. Thanks for your um, lovely presence. Oh, I was listening to mine today. Thank you. Uh, I just was uh, literally found in to see if you you got it because I, I know got that the you presents. were missing. They were lovely. Thank you. I'm a little confused by the message. Uh, what message? The written message. Yeah. The, Why? Um, because I don't, I don't recognise, I don't recognise, you said that you felt bad because I cut you off because you'd got the name of a film wrong and that it upset you and you cried for three days. I'm really sorry that you cried for three days. No, uh, I think it was three, three hours or something. I think it said three days on my card, but it doesn't matter. Uh, um, um, no, it was just a... I would hate to think either. I am, I am born and raised a Roman Catholic. I'm non-practicing, so unfortunately, I have this huge pot of guilt. Okay. Um, If somebody hits my supermarket trolley. I will be the one that will say, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I, think that's, I don't think that's a Catholic thing. I think that's a British thing, because I do the same. Oh, do you think? I do the I same thing, yes. Yeah. So, so if, if someone bumps into me, I apologise. I think that's traditionally a British, possibly an English thing. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I'm terrible. I go home and I think, I say to my husband, what did I do to upset that woman? You know, well, I think um, you need, may I suggest in this instance, because I don't, A, I don't remember the incident, B... Um, everyone gets cut off, and it, it kind of is slightly bugs me slightly when people say, oh, you cut me off. Well, well, yeah, everyone gets cut off, and sometimes it's, uh, yeah, we do a, thanks yeah. very much for the call, enjoy your evening, thank you, goodbye, and sometimes it's just a, right, you're gone, let's go on to the next call. That's just the way the exactly. show is, it's just the way that my mind works. Um, I, I don't remember the incident. Like, it sounds to me like a joke. A joke, it would have been a joke, and I'm sorry yeah, that it didn't yeah. come across yeah, as a joke. I'm getting but, to understand how... You work now, both yeah. you and Catherine, number one. Um, I get I get the rapport that goes on between you now. It takes me a little while to do that. Yeah. But yeah. I've, I've sort of discovered now how you both banter. So, um... So I, I was I surprised and upset that you had come away from the experience of being on the show upset, because that's never the intention of no. the show. 
No, I understand that. Um, and you see, see now, I want to say, I'm really sorry. <laughs> well, that's just my character. Okay. I'm, uh, you know, but everything but, on um, this show is is it, not everything, but it was certainly with you uh, because you're one of the good callers. Is is it's lighthearted, it's frothy. But I will bear in mind that perhaps you're a little bit more sensitive than I had ge- yeah, I had I'm I had terrible. anticipated, and I will bear that in yeah. mind in the future. I'm terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want. I said I tuned in the other night and I thought, "What's going on? There's no no Cass, no Ian. What's the?" Why do you think it in that order? You but know, but um, but now I'm, I'm aware that this the B word is carrying on everywhere, and yep. um, you know it's just really peculiar. Yeah. So. Um, so now, as I say, I do understand. Okay. So. All right, Catherine, I, I am going to cut you off now. Is that okay with you? <laughs> Is it? Might be. Might be. Well, up your oh. bum. <laughs> there she's playing the game. Thank you, Catherine. I'm glad we had a chat. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Oh, uh, hi there. Hi, how you doing? Very well, thank you. What can we do for you? Ah, oh, great stuff. Um, nice to get through to you. Uh, hello, Kath. Hello, Ian. How's it going? Very well. Hi, good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I was prompted to call in because of first of all Jane last night. Yes, she was hilarious. It was. She it really was. Uh, it was some cool. Many people asking me if it was a new Alex Lowe character. No, that was a real human <laughs> being who has the right to vote. <laughs> Strangely enough, you're quite right. I don't know if you remember me, and I am. Um, I spoke to you a while back. Uh, I was in a holiday. You may remember. Just cast your mind back a few months. I was in holiday in Blackpool back in September. Yes. You called me Arsehole X. Do you remember that at all? No, I don't. No, I'm not surprised. Anyway. Well, hang, um, on, well, hang on, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm not surprised. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. No, but you obviously deal with a lot of calls and, you know. Yes, it's a phone-in show. Remember. It was totally insignificant. Well, why would I call you Arsehole um, X? It's a great name, but. I know, I know. That's why I thought I'd mention it, but. Um, <laughs> but why did I call you that? What happened? I can't remember. I was going on about, um, at the time you were invested in, um, oh man, what's his name? Jason Stratham. The, the weird film from America. No, it was, um, oh man, I wish I'd researched this before I came on. The, um, Tommy Viseau, what's his name? Huh? You know what I'm talking Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, the, yeah. Hol- the movie man. Yeah, of course, of course, that's the guy. Tommy Hang on, Wiseau. that was like, that yeah, was yeah. September last year, wasn't it? That wasn't September. That's right. We're only in September now. That's right. That was a year ago. There's me thinking, I I'm thinking we're in October, thinking about forward. That was a year ago. I can't remember our soul X from a year ago. <laughs> I know, I Jeez. know. Sorry. Sounds like a good name. That's me just... Okay, anyway, what have you got for us tonight? Really what have you got for us tonight? Well... It was just a couple of things. First of all, appreciation for John Lennon, hilarious. That was just, you know... Thank you very much indeed. It's a great... I'm very proud of that little clip. Surprised at the hate it's getting. Someone's called me... He's more of a twat jock than a shock jock. (laughs) It's just a funny (laughs) clip. And I'd have to say, I was contemplating, I was looking up today thinking, could I get to Bath within, like, 48 hours to go and see your show? And I'm not going to manage it. No, no. I really would love to be there. So are you in, are you in Blackpool? No, no, I'm in Edinburgh. Uh, I was in Edinburgh. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Can you get to the Can you get to the Balmoral Hotel now? And can you get um, a room service uh, outfit and a laundry trolley? Well, sadly not. I'm outside Edinburgh. I'm Jason Stratham not. is uh, there. 
<laughs> no, I know. Past I know. One. I'm he'll be. He'll just be um, <laughs> slamming some tequilas. <laughs> um, I'm sure he will wings. be. I'm sure he will be the yeah. jammy. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, there's so many things to talk about. Um, Let's get to one. Boris Johnson. I feel. I feel sorry for the guy in a way. I know he's a bit of an arse. But you know, um, as president, why would you feel sorry for a privileged dick who's got exactly the job he wanted, and then realise that his weak jokes and his his terrible bullying actually isn't that effective as prime minister? Not sorry for him. And I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I, 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 yeah, why am I sorry for him? That's a good question. I am sorry for him because I think, in essence, he is trying his best. For the Brexit cause, whether that's right or wrong, who knows? But I know I don't think you know, he is I trying his best. I think he's trying his best for the Boris Johnson cause. Oh, uh, undoubtedly, undoubtedly, yeah. that's true. Well, as you well. shouldn't be, yeah, you shouldn't be celebrating sure. that in a prime minister, a selfish prime minister who's only trying to further themselves. No, that's not what it's about. Should be. And I, no, I can't I think of when it was, but it should be selfless. No, no you're quite. Yeah, I totally agree. You're quite right. Um, unfortunately, we are in a weird position in this country where. We've got all this stuff going on and somebody has to rise to the occasion and in this few minutes it's Boris Johnson. I mean, who could have predicted it? Who could have wanted it? Certainly not me. I'm not a Conservative by nature. I would normally vote Labour as a as a potential yes. you know, voter. Um, but I certainly couldn't vote for Jeremy Corbyn. And he's a joke character. He ruined the, he's ruined that party. I feel we um, listen. It's the last. It's, it's the la- Listen, listen, listen. It's the last thirty-five, forty minutes of the show of the week. Yeah. What is your well, favourite group from the eighties? Oh man, talk talk probably. There you go, you see. Thank you very much. Well, talk talk like life's what you make it. Don't try and fake it. That's the only talk talk song I know. Um, it's a good song that. Dumch, da 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 dum dumch, bum 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 bumch. Is that it? Yeah. Line line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. You're going to have to come a little bit closer to... Come a little bit closer, you my kind of man. So big and so strong. Come a little bit closer. I'm all alone and the Hello. night is so long. Do you know that song? It's no. a great song. Jay and the Americans. Yes, line one. Hello. Yes, hello. Oh, I was just wondering, do I count as a long-time listener? Do you count as a long-time listener? How long yeah, have you... I've been listening... Mm-hmm. I've been listening since you you spoke about the um, being and disc thing. Being in what? In what what? When when you I think it was like the start of this gaming thing you did, and you wanted to like a pro a free program to burn discs. A free program to burn discs. Yes, you count as a long time listener, sir. There we go. Okay. That is, uh, okay. Gosh. Let's go. <laughs> Any further queries? 03444991000. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Thanks for coming off there a minute ago. That was great. I love that. Um, okay. Well, if you enjoyed it so much. Oh, I'm starting to remember this guy. <laughs> it's happening again. This is the song. Listen to this. This is a great, uh, this is a great song written by Boyce and Hart, who wrote the theme tune to the monkeys. Um, this, this is, this is, this is a, this is a great song. Here we go. <clears throat> Where is it? Come to you in a second, line one. Where is it? 
Oh, got the wrong fader on. Hang on a minute. All right, I got a minute. Hang on a minute. Because there's something and the fader's on on the right thing. Here we go. Right, here we go. Here we go. It's a great song. In a little cafe, just the other side of the border. He was sitting there giving me looks that made my mouth water. So I started walking her way. She belonged to Batman Jose. Batman Jose. Yeah. Jose's on his way. What a life for Moose. Jose's on his way. But he's got the horn. Oh, where'd he go? Come a little bit closer, you're my kind of man. So big and so strong. Come a little bit closer. I'm all alone and the night is so long. This is great. I don't know what year this is from. This is before the monkey, so I'm going to say... I'm going to say Jay and the Americans is 1965. You're in trouble plenty. So I dropped my drink from my She's saying the same thing to Jose as he as Jane from the Jane the Americans runs away. Our ranges. Song. I've not heard that for ages. When it first started, I thought it sounded like Spanish Harlem. Then it morphed, it morphed into <laughs> La Bamba. <laughs> uh, which is, now, which comes first, La Bamba or Twist and Shout? I would say La Bamba, because okay. uh, La Bamba's a, f- a folk song, isn't Doesn't it? Doesn't it mean the old goat or something? The uh, horny goat? It's a dance. Para baila La Bamba. Para baila La Bamba. There are other, um, there are other verses to it. There is a bit where that goes, Para subir al cielo. Mm. Para subir al cielo se necesita una escalera grande. <laughs> to get up to heaven, yeah. to get up to heaven, what you need is a big ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Sounds like a ghost. <laughs> Hello, Line one. Hello. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear us clearly on the other side? Yep. Yep. You're on the air. What would you like to say? I heard you singing the La Bamba. That's correct. Yeah, that was us. Um, I don't know. 
I tell you my name? If you want to. Mel. Hello, Mel. Do you, do you remember talking to me a few weeks ago? Um, oh, I do remember talking to you a few weeks ago, Mel. How are you doing? Breathing. Well, that's, listen, I do remember talking to you. Uh, breathing, I, I would consider a success. Well, it's better put the bar low, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would consider breathing a success. How did the, um, how did the funeral go? I couldn't go. You, 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 you didn't go. Did you, could you not face it? I was too, no, I was too ill physically. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, I was in hospital, so I couldn't go. Oi, what, why were you in hospital? You weren't in the hospital when we spoke before, were you? Not then, but no. I've been in and out for about the last two years. Oh, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. How are you feeling uh, physically now? How am I feeling? Physically, in terms of the illness that hospitalised you. Um... Still very ill. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, you're really having a tough time, aren't you? I am, but I I don't like to pass on about it. No. Well, if if you. A lot of people. You know, I've got one son, and he's at work now, but he could be dead now. Well, how would I be feeling if he was dead? Yes, well, that would, uh, that's one way of looking at it, definitely. Um, but some people find, some people don't find great strength in not talking about stuff. Personally, I find great relief in sharing stuff with people. It's whatever works yeah. best for you, isn't it? Yeah, I do, I do, but I haven't got anyone to share it with, and that's that. that. That's probably why I chose you tonight. I listen to you every night, and I will admit, I will admit that on Wednesday night, I phoned the the number yeah. to ask if you'd be in on Thursday night, because it was all bloody... A bloody Brexit on Wednesday, <laughs> wasn't it? We weren't in. It was all bloody Brexit. Bloody Brexit. Am I allowed to say that? You're allowed to say bloody Brexit. I think everybody in the country is saying it, whatever side they're on. You know, when you've got, it, you know, it's, it's difficult. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, ordinary people. Look at ordinary people facing awfulness and, to be quite honest, Brexit. We have enough of it all the time. Yeah. Um, I anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Let's not talk that, about Brexit now. Uh, let's, uh, let's not talk about that. There's, there's nothing we can do about it at, at 12.32 on a Friday night, Saturday morning, is there? Hey, I'm really glad um, you're alive because I was worried about you last time you called in and um, I wasn't completely sure... If you were going to make it, to be honest, because you were in a very low place. I'm still there. Yeah. But I'm still breathing. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's yeah, that's I'd all like we can ask for. I'm in a better place, Ian, but that, you know, you know yourself, it takes a long way to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a long way to get there. But, it does. Um, 
I, I, I'm still I'm still alive. I, if I manage to fall asleep, to wake up breathing. It's a it's it's a bonus. It's a bonus. It must have been a real blow to uh, not be able to make the funeral. Uh, and my dad, I couldn't make either. Oi. I'd been two months of each other. Yeah. And then I lost my eyesight. Flipping heck, Mel, you're going through it. Well, I'm sure I've got the empty one. Yeah. Um, Mel, listen, I'm really glad you've called up. We are coming to the end of the show, and I've got a couple more calls to take, and it isn't the greatest of lines. Um, but you are very, very welcome to call us any time you want. And if you want to, I know you're having a really, really tough time. If you want to talk about that, you're welcome. Uh, and if you just want to talk about, I don't know, the price of strawberries or something, you're welcome to talk about that as well. We'd I just be happy to talk to you. Say that again, Mel. It's not a brilliant line. No. Okay. I'm calling on a landline. Well, this is the thing. Uh, we've had, I think they're making landlines worse. Because if you notice this, Kath, we've had a few calls from landlines recently. And the quality's been awful. But is it because they're, like, wireless ones? They're not stuck to the wall anymore. Oh, is it? Oh, maybe. Is it, uh, uh, what do you call it? Walk, what do you call it? Uh, wireless? Yeah. Cordless. cordless. Is it a cordless one, Mel? Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy a corded one. I'm going to buy an old-fashioned dial, and I'm going to phone in the show. And um, it's a lot better, is. yeah. All right, Mel. Well, listen, it's really nice to talk to you. Genuinely, I'm so pleased you're still with us. And I just wanted to say as well. Yeah. I've heard so much shit aimed at you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in the last couple of days, and it's not been warranted. Well, listen, that's very kind, but don't worry about me. I'm in such a good place that literally not one, one dot of shit is hitting me. I'm, I'm having the time of my life at the moment. People want to phone up and have a go at me. That's fine. People want to have a go at me on Twitter. That's fine. It's having zero impact on me. So, I, 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 I social media is oh, full of, there's some nice I people, but I, I can't go on it good. because I, I've got a mobile, but I, because I've gone blind, I can't. You ain't missing. You ain't missing anything. No, I bet I'm not. I'm not bet I'm not. But I, you know, I've heard shit that's been. But what I'm saying is, yeah. There's too much anger out in this world. Yeah. Everybody, just cool out, Mel. I'm going to let you go because the line is a little bit muffled, but I'm really pleased to hear from you, and I'm, I'm looking forward to our next call. Thank you very much indeed. And Mel's going through, um, well, a lot, to put it mildly. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Up your bum, Ian. Up your bum, Cap. Up, up your bum! Who is this? Yeah. Who is this? They're gone. And you leave my bum alone. Who was, who was that mysterious up your bum man? <coughs> oh, hello, line three. Little cough there. Sorry. That's all right. You've got to clear your throat. to the radio through the door, and oh. I was sort of afraid of the, what is it, Far- Faraday? Whatever. The effect. Faraday cage. The Caroline the, Faraday cage. The Larson effect. Yes. No, Larson effect. That's it. Well, you're, you're live now. Uh, what have you got for us, line three? Hello, it's Mark. Um, uh, hello, Mark. And, and Bella the cat. Hello, Mark. He's just around. Hello. Um, and hello, Catherine, sorry. That's right. um, I've hello, got the hello, echo cat. on the line again. 
and it's a battle with the... Hang on a minute, let me just... This, 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 I, I, I mean, this place is an absolute dive. Let, I hope that that may be better. If it's yeah, not, Mark, I, I've done all I can do. I've rebooted the computer. fairly quick. Go on. You've got a reference on Mike Graham's programme today, or yesterday. Got reference on what? Uh, Mike Graham. On Mike Graham. Uh, the Independent Republic. Oh, yeah. People, people were annoyed about, well, the person was particularly annoyed of you being threatened to, to be punched. Oh. Um, it was in reference to the violence to do with the B word. Okay. Because um, someone, was, was that, are you sure that wasn't James Whale? Because someone mentioned that on James Whale today. Today as well? Yeah. Mm. Oh, look at that. Wow. They're defending me. I know Kung well, Fu. You're, you're liked. Well, there you, you know go. That's, 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 uh, nice. I, and, um, well, that's, that's, uh, lovely. I've little, had, apparently, I'll do a little, um, I'll do a load of little bits because you've got, got much time left. Apparently, Matthew, uh, Matthew, um, not Matthew Kelly, what's his name? Right. Um, Matthew right. Wright was, was quoting me earlier. Um, it turns out I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> Being a trend. No, that's not really the way. No. But anyway, yes? um, a film, possibly, that you might like, especially for your little ones. Yeah. It's 12 rating. The Mortal Instruments, City oh. of Bones. Well, I don't know that. What is that? Um, it's a 12 rating. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I've, I've shown them uh, two triple X. Two, hour, two hours long. Yeah. Two hours long uh, with the extras. Uh, there's extras as well. But it's a nice, gentle film at a 12 rating, sort of a little bit scary. Boom. Sort of demons and angels. I am. But not religious. Thank God for that. I am in. Uh, thank you for that. I've got to go because I've, I've missed every single break this evening, and that is not good. We've got to get one of them on time. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. <laughs> A bit of a line tomorrow. Nice drive to Bath. Um, do a little show, cheeky little show, meet and greet afterwards. Cheeky drive home Sunday. I'm watching movies all day. Haven't done any Twitch. We'll, we'll stream the show tomorrow night on Twitch. Then I'm going to stream some video games on Twitch. And then I'm going to, what I'm going to try and do is come up with a schedule for each week and publish it Sunday evening of the times that I'm going to be streaming on Twitch. Because uh-huh. I haven't really been, I haven't done any this week and that's a little bit naughty for my subscribers. They have not. For the fans. The fans have not been getting the treatment that they deserve. Good evening, line five. You're on the wireless. Good evening. I enjoyed that Swedish version of Son of a Preacher Man you played earlier. This is Ray, everybody, who compiles the playlist. Oh. He, this guy takes note of every single song we play and puts them out in the public so that you too can listen to the tunes of the Late Night Alternative. <laughs> yes. Thank so you. By the way, Ray... Ray Thank you. It's appreciated. Yeah. I don't know if I've thanked you yet, but thank you, thank you, thank you. It's genuinely it's appreciated. So I, I know it's a lot of work, so it's very kind. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, where did you actually find that track? That is classified. I tell you where I found it. I've got a really good album. It is. Hang on a minute. I've got. It's called something like Tom Middleton presents the weirdest covers or something. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. All right. Tom Middleton presents crazy covers. Oh, that sounds quite good, because I looked on the internet for a copy of the single, and there's one out there for 26 quid. What the heck? 
Shut the front yeah. door. Are you crazy? Um, it also has, it has loads of covers like this. Hang on a second. Here we go. Listen, this is good. Yeah. Go on, name, name the artist, Ray. I don't know, but it's in Hindi. Racist. You've got to put this on the playlist now, Ray. You're playing it. It's one of the hard ones that he'll never find. <laughs> That's Usha Uthup. Um, oh, yes, her. Here we go. There's, um... Oh, oh this is quite a famous one. What's the song? Oh, I've no idea yet. Cassie can play as well. It's a famous song. Is it me, me and Bobby Joe or whatever? The... Me and Bobby Joe or whatever? No. I'll give you a clue. I've met this guy. I've hung out me. Um, who hosts The Chase? Oh, Bradley Walsh. Me, Bradley Walsh. Uh, me and Bradley Walsh have hung out with this guy. No idea? No. Shall I let it play on? No idea. Here we go. This is quite a famous song cover of it, actually. No idea? No. Jose Feliciano, Satisfaction. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Satisfaction, though I try, and I try. Yeah. It's a great version, isn't it? Um, he sings my favourite Christmas song. Uh, have a Nagila. No! Hasta Feliz mañana. That's it. <laughs> Here we go. There's, um... <laughs> what song's that? I'll never know. Come on! No, um... Uh, so it's quite, it's, I think there's a couple of volumes of it. I did have volume two, but I think this is just, um, uh, volume one. So that's where I got it from, Raymondo. Um, speaking of Jose Feliciano, okay. yeah. you know he did a version of La Bamba. It doesn't surprise me. You know his version of, um, Like My Fire? That's the classic. Yes. That's a classic. Yes. Smooth. Smooth FM. You're listening to Smooth FM. Here's Smells hey. Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> Metal Mickey. <laughs> Metal Mickey. Ray, thank you very much indeed. Did we do all the ad breaks apart from the very, very little? We did all the ad breaks. We're up to date. We did all the ad breaks. I'm two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hey, Kathy. Good. Who is this? Hi, it's Arsenal White again. Um, please don't hang up. Okay. Well, everyone gets. <laughs> here's the thing everyone gets cut off. And when of we're course. doing the straight-to-air bit, people get cut off quite quickly. That's just the way it goes. Of course. Of course. I'd just like to say about Britney Spears. Okay. Um, my daughter's been preoccupied with it for some time. Uh, the whole conservation ship nonsense. Yes. 
her dad is such a tool. Well, but this is the thing. He really I, needs to I, be exposed. Okay, but this is this is the thing. We we have to talk about it on Monday because I haven't got time. There's this whole free Britney thing that suggests that her dad is controlling her and drugging her and forcing her to work, you know, and all of that. But it is just a conspiracy theory. There is. Well, I've just read something here. Oh, go on, that, um, he, her mum, Lynn Spears, apparently is looking to challenge him in court next week. Okay. Of um, course, yeah. But, um, but how do you know? All right. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know she's drugged? Well, I'm not necessarily saying she's drugged. Uh, all I'm giving you is what I get from my daughter, who's a bit more younger than me and is a bit more. Well, she would be. Thing. Yes. Of course. And, and, and this has been on the go since 2009, would you believe? It's quite amazing. But I don't know what evidence... Away with it as well. Yes, but, well, you're saying getting away with it. There's an assumption that this is definitely happening. Now, of course, sometimes con- conservatorships can co- be very problematic. The, the one that springs to mind for me is Dr. Eugene Landy and Brian Wilson, who was controlling him and manipulating him, bullying him, and, and, and treating him, you know, very, very poorly. Although, if he hadn't stepped in, Brian would actually be dead. So there's a weird kind of thing there. But, but w- mm-hmm. what... Where is the evidence? Well, that's the curious thing with these situations, isn't it? Is that so much can go on without evidence that it makes you wonder, is there evidence? I mean, clearly, clearly there is something going on here. It's been going on for many years. Okay. Um, From what I know of it, and I'm not an expert, but from what I know of it, it seems to be the case that Brittany had a bit of an episode. She shaved her head, and then all of a sudden her dad jumped in with this conservatorship yeah, thing. Yeah, as a dad would, and, wouldn't they? Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he might well do. But from what I know of it, and I'm just basically going on what my daughter's told yes. me, and uh, yeah, the second yes. hand, of course. But it, it does appear, from what I'm learning, that the man is absolutely abusing okay. his daughter. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this Monday. I'm going to cut you off now. Is that okay? That's fine. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, but, but here's the thing. You want to win me over? Don't phone up several times ago. Don't kick, don't kick, cut me off! Everyone gets cut off. And when we do a call straight to where people get cut off quicker. We'll do the free Britney thing on Monday because I am fascinated by mm-hmm. it. Um, can we just see if we can get a guest or something? Could I? Okay. So oh, we can I'm get... looking at this. The TMZ is saying that Lynn Spears is kind of okay. on board with this free Britney thing. So it's not just a... Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I, listen, I'm open to believing it. Yeah. I'm also open, open to questioning it. Sure. To, to, Encourage my belief. To, you know, I, I I believe things by questioning them. Of course. And my questions being satisfactorily answered. That's yeah. how I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So let's see if we can get someone on who can tell us a little bit more because I'm interested. Um, let us go to as we approach the end of the show to line two. You're on the wireless. Ah, thank you, dear heart. Here, Scotty Clue, just saying hello to you. Nothing goes past me. Is this a pre-recorded call? Yeah. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Let's go to line... I don't like the pre-recorded ones, they're silly. Let's go to line three. Hello, line three. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Ian. Hello, line three. Um, can you tell me something? Has anybody solved the mystery of the Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade? (laughs) I think we did at one point. And then I forgot what it was. I'm sure we did at one... Wasn't it a, a fireman lost his helmet or something? What? <laughs> Wasn't it something like that? It was something. <laughs> it was something like that. I'm now trying to find the song. I don't think I've got even got the song to that anymore. That is the uh, uh, that is the greatest mystery. I think it was a fireman lost his yeah, helmet. Look, miss. Well, except this is. Uh, hang on, is this it? Let me just see. Is this is this it? Doorbells. No, it's not. I don't like. To- 
to be rude to people, but gosh. Um, it looks like... Boom, 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 boom. That's old news. Um, Knockers are better. I'm really, tr I'm going through better. all the um, old, all the old vaults here to try. A biddly biddly bong. Oh! Hey. I found that! That's good! I didn't know we had that. Alright, four, 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 double mind, one thousand. Remember, they call his, you back. Dodge taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's coming. And I say, bring it on, man. That's I love right. my facts. We we just don't know, I'm afraid, caller. We just do not have the answer. Can I borrow your juice, please? Because my computer's dying. Uh, yeah, sure, of course you can. Let's go to line three. You're on the wireless. Hello, line three. Just take it, Kath. <laughs> can you take the... Just Stop take it. the... Uh, don't pull it! <laughs> what are you doing? Stop yelling. Yeah, built woman. Hello, line three. It's Dan Eaton, God Manchester, member 24. Bought your book, and now I'd like to be cut off mercilessly. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, but please, Ian. No, I'm not cutting you off. Oh. oh, go on then, get stuffed. Let's go to line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, line four. Oh, how are you doing, Ian? Very, very well, thank you. What can we do for you? I'm just ringing up to you. Thanks very much for a fantastic show again. Oh. Uh, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm very, very nervous. I haven't got the bell, I'm afraid. Kath, can you oh, make a dinging noise? There you go, you see. Happy, happy, happy days, happy days. Listen, guys, I just want to say thanks very much. Um, I'm currently driving, obviously, time free and all that good stuff. Um, just thanks very much for the, uh, for the, for the show that you do and what you, what you do for the people who are struggling in life. Uh, Ian, keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Uh, and, uh, don't let the bastards drag you down. That's all I can say. Thank you, man. I appreciate your support, and uh, please don't drive hands-free. That's insane. Oh, there's a great bit in Fast and Furious 8 where a cyber criminal hacks all of the um, cars and they drive themselves. What? Yeah, I didn't quite understand it either, but it looked good. Um, I'm doing the Fast and Furious movies back call. Let's, um, let's breathe. Breathe it in, breathe it out. So... Busy weekend. If you, two more minutes if you want to give us a call. 0344 499 So, we're not on the radio tomorrow or so. Well, we are on the radio tomorrow, actually. The best of. Mm -hmm. Back to 10 o'clock, is it? I believe so. Back to 10 o'clock, the best of. Three hours of this. <laughs> it's all silent. Get stuffed. Um, but... We will be doing a show live in Bath. There are 11 tickets left. I'm calling that an, a virtual sellout. A virtual sellout. That's 100 people have bought tickets to come and see us. That will do. The Rondo Theatre. If you want tickets, ianlee.com slash event. Uh, but if you cannot make it to the venue, come to my Twitch channel. Good evening, Martin Kellner. Come to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash ianlee. It's free. And you can watch the show tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. You can call in. You can uh, take part remotely. We'd be very, very pleased to talk to you. Because so far, what are you doing? I'm writing to um, Britney Spanos. Right. Could you write to Jason Stratham, please? Yeah, I've written to him. You've not. You've written to jason.stratham69 at yahoo.co.uk. I thought it was worth a shout. Come on, write to J Stratham's agent. Okay. Just busy writing to Britney Spanos. You really get on my tits. Thanks. It's not a compliment. What are you doing? Granddad, what are you doing? It's, it's upside down, mate. Yeah, that's all right. I'm trying to put it down the right way. Right, then flip it. No, no, have it facing. Flip it. No. Jeez, what is this? Hang on, let me help you. 
No. There yes. It is. <laughs> Gosh. I did the Rubik's Cube faster than that. <laughs> Well, the BBC, we have days. people do this sort of stuff for you. I know, it used yes. to be me. Yeah. You all right, Martin? Yeah, I'm fine. You okay? A oh. great track, Jay and the Americans. Loved it. It's a good it's song, isn't it? It's a great it's song. Written by Boyce and Hart, wrote yeah. the Monkey's theme and all of that. It's a good Six, song. 65, I think. I think 65. Yeah. They did listen. have another hit, uh, Living Above Your Head. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't. Head. There we go. Well, oh. I can't, I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but it was, okay. uh, yeah. It's a shame. We like that. And that, uh, covers thing that you played. Yes. Um, th th have they got Asagai doing Hey Jude? Do you know that one? You, you've got all the exotic Beatles things, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I don't know that one. I've got it on here somewhere. Got, got, what, um, I'll just show you. You'll be able to hear it just about, I think, if I can find the, uh, uh here it is. Right. Oh, hang on, let me go, I've got it here. Let me, let me, I've got it on, uh, the old YouTube. This is the yeah. beauty of, uh... Whose, whose headphones are whistling? I think it's, it's Grandad's. Probably mine, I would have thought. Here we go. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> Grandad's. Outrageous. Here we go. It is outrageous, isn't it? This is great. But you can, you can imagine like 77, Paul McCartney doing this kind of, he yeah, was, yeah. did a little bit of the reggae stuff, didn't he? There was a little bit close to the bone. This is great. Yes, yeah, we'll have this, playing, we'll have this yeah. playing in the background softly while you tell us what's on your show tonight. Oh, just the usual nonsense, really. Yeah, um, yeah no, Grandad, Paul McCartney, yeah, he's Grandad, or, or Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Granddude, actually, he's just... Granddude, uh, he's got a book out, isn't he? There's, there's a great picture of him reading it to all these little kids. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Mm. You've got a book out? we got a book out, yeah, we've, I mean, this is, this is what we call in the day of vanity publishing. <laughs> but we've, uh, I can tell... Oh, yes, this is vanity publishing. We've, we've sold it, we've made over a grand for, um... Samaritan, so I'm happy oh, with that. Good. Very happy with that, yes. Yes, yes people buy anything, you see. It's hey, oh, whoa, oh, hey, whoa, oh, hey, whoa, It's for charity, ladies and gentlemen. It's for charity. Hey, so what is on your show? Well, we're You've talking got... politics with uh, John Rental of The Independent, who's been brilliant. He's predicted almost everything that's happened. I mean, he's really, wow. really good. Um, so John Rental is going to do that. Um, we're talking telly with Ali Ross. I don't think you're a fan of Ali Ross. He does a column in the sun on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> no, he's great. No, well, he's, he's, a, he's a prick. Oh, he's giving you a bad review. He's an arsehole. <laughs> yeah, good. Looking forward to that. He's a he's horrible man. Can't stand good. him. Well, that will be on at around about 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll so you'll be, be fast, fast asleep. asleep. Yeah, so that's a good slot for him. Yeah, yeah, I'll be fast asleep then. Okay, I on that bombshell. I didn't realize yeah, give you a bad nice review. Bro. It isn't a bad review, it's just mean, it just means sniping. It's not really, yeah. review, review a show, yeah, sure, review a show. Write personal things about me. Did you run the show? It just, just, was, was just mean. Anyway, yeah. good luck. And <laughs> we'll be back on Monday, this is Talk Radio. <laughs> This is Talk Radio.